93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is October 9th, a Wednesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Large parts of central and northern California were expected to be without electricity today as the state's largest utility planned to cut power as a safety precaution. The utility, Pacific Gas and Electric, said that around 800,000 customers could be affected in stages from the doorstep of Silicon Valley to the foothills of the Sierra. Extreme, was, uh, extreme winds are expected on Wednesday and Thursday. Peak wildfire season has arrived in California with a combination of high winds and low humidity creating conditions for potentially catastrophic fires. Pacific Gas and Electric says it is proactively shutting off power to prevent its equipment from sparking a blaze. I never heard of this. No, I've never heard of this where they actually kill the power in anticipation of the possibility of a blaze. For 800,000 customers, like that's a decent chunk. Yeah, I'm, reading sure a, uh, I'm reading a book right now about how fire pre- prevention has changed a lot in California over the last few years because they've had these devastating, awful wildfires. Yeah, it seems every time you turn around. Yeah, so the the attempt now is to do everything they can to prevent it, but also to set fires deliberately, to do you know do these they, prescribed they, burns. They'd stop doing that for the longest time, and so that yeah. all that underbrush yep. built up, and that's what they've been having to deal with. But I think they're just, Kathy, they're just trying anything that they can, yeah, because no, the, the ones sense. have been so devastating have been incredibly devastating. The company has been found responsible for dozens of wildfires in recent years, including the state's deadliest, an inferno in and around the town of uh, Paradise last November that killed 86 people. Over the summer, the utility <laughs> turned off power to less populated areas in Northern California, but this by far is the most extensive shutoff the company has carried out, affecting large parts of the San Francisco Bay Area. That's wild. More than half of the counties in California, 34 out of 58, are expected to be affected by the power cut, according to PG&E, one of the country's largest utilities. You remember the story that was associated with, I think it was Caitlyn Jenner's house. She paid to have a trench dug around it. To no. A, yeah, to yeah, a, I don't remember a, that. She was up on a, her, I guess the, the, the place is up on a, uh, like a hill. Yeah. And so they, and it worked, but the fire was all around her. Lego is testing a new recycling program. The Lego Group mm. announced a pilot program Tuesday that lets you send used pieces to be donated to children's nonprofits in the United States. Huh. You put Lego bricks, sets, or elements that you don't want anymore uh, in a cardboard box. Print out a free shipping label from the Lego Replay reps- website. Uh, at the Give Back Box facility, they'll be sorted, inspected, and cleaned. Lego Replay is a collaboration with Give Back Box, Teach for America, and Boys and Girls Club of Boston. I'm sure there are many parents pulling them out of their feet this morning would like <laughs> yeah, man, I've thrown away tons of Legos yeah. just because, you know, you buy these sets and then they, they get made and then they, you know. Then they, they break. Then they break, they fall apart, and, and they're right. very specific little pieces for yeah. certain sets yeah. and you don't use them again. We did have a, you know, we were like, okay, we're going to donate these to somebody and we just never get around to doing it. Who do you give them to? Well, Chuck D'Amico, he, give them to Chuck D'Amico. Well, and you know what? Lego says that most times, more often than not, people are donating them to, like, other people are giving them to other people because they don't want to throw them out. Yeah. Uh, and that they get passed down. And so this is just a way for them to, like, clean them and reuse them. Not All everybody right. knows Chuck D'Amico. No, I was, I was talking to you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, you know, if, yeah, if you don't have a friend... Yeah, there in uh, Hamilton, New Jersey. Send them to Chuck D'Amico. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't have a friend to give them to, right, then yeah. you, you toss them away. And yeah. so, I'm, but I'm, we're done. With, I don't have them anymore. Yeah, we're, yeah. We, we're past Legos. I gave them all to Chuck. So. <laughs> I gave them all to Chuck. 
<laughs> but now I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Many, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Many of the donated Lego bricks will end up with the uh, Teach for America to be given to thousands of classrooms across the country. Others will go to the Boys and, Glo- Boys and Girls Club of Boston for after-school programs. The first shipments are expected to reach the nonprofits next month, and the pilot program will end in spring of 2020. The Lego group will consider expanding it then. In 2015, Lego announced that it would invest $150 million over 15 years to make its pieces and pack- packaging better for the environment. Any chance they can teach kids to play with half-empty paint cans? Because I have a whole bunch of those. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. I have so many paint cans in <laughs> my basement. Right, right. You know the paint is dried up at this point. They've been down there for like 10 years. Yeah. It sucks. Yep. It sucks. I <laughs> finally got rid of mine. Oh, it took me a series of weeks. Yeah. But I finally, and I did it the right way. I went and I got... Poured it in your neighbor's cat. yard. <laughs> no, I got cat litter, and you pour it in there, and it clumps up. And that's what you have away. to do. Yeah. And so I, it took me a few weeks, but finally, last week I got rid of my last. So when can. we did the but last, you, but Kathy, yeah, ten years easy. Yeah. Oh, easy. oh my God, yeah. it, it's it's like a nice. We need a, what if, if we need to do touch up, save it, and you never do. You never it's do. rock solid by the time you open the lid. Oh, we got holes in our wall, and we just never use any. You're not even. Yeah, you're not patching holes. You're not certainly not going to paint. Yeah. Kath, I wonder if there is like some sort of uh, like activity that you could do uh, where you could repurpose it for some sort of a household holiday robots. Uh, well, holiday robots might be something. Right? Yeah. Make them out of the cans. This is my Christmas robot. A vase. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, Target plans to hire 5,000 seasonal workers in Philadelphia for the 2019 holiday season. It's wow, just a right up your alley. We'll have the opportunity to meet directly with Target store leaders and interview on spot. Uh, the first of two national hiring events begins this weekend from October 11th through the 13th. The second hiring event will be November 2nd and 3rd. The hiring events begin at 10 a.m. They run until 6 p.m. Eligible candidates may also receive a conditional job uh, during the uh, a conditional job offer during the weekend events. Now, Target is expected to hire more than 130,000 temporary workers for all of its stores and distribution centers. Last year, Target hired about 120. 20,000 workers for the holidays. More than 40% of those employees stayed on with Target past the holiday season, according to the company. The company will pay $13 an hour to seasonal workers for the first time and offer them discounts at the store. In sports this morning. The Flyers are giving fans the opportunity to smash a flat-screen television with a hockey stick. The team announced that the Wells Fargo Center now has a disassembly room, the first-ever rage room inside a major professional sports arena. Located behind a hidden library wall entrance in the team's new assembly room lounge and bar area, the Anger Cave allows Flyers fans to take out their aggression on household household items like TVs, dishware, bottles, and guitars using a variety of tools like baseball bats, orange and black sledgehammers, and hockey sticks. The Flyers have their home opener tonight with the game against the New Jersey Devils and the puck drops at 7.30. In the baseball playoffs, Willie Adams hit a home run and made an impressive relay throw from short stop, and the Tampa Bay Rays beat the Houston Astros 4-1 to even their American League Division Series at two games apiece. Game 5 is tomorrow night in Houston. There are two other decisive Game 5s in the National League tonight as the St. Louis Cardinals will travel to Atlanta to play the Braves, and the Washington Nationals will travel to Los Angeles to play the Dodgers. Penn State's football coach responded Tuesday to a letter 
letter sent to one of his players targeting him for wearing dreadlocks. The letter sent by Penn State grad Dave Peterson attacks Jonathan Sutherland's hair, calling dreadlocks disgusting and not attractive. The letter goes on to attack NFL players for their appearance as well. We have stopped watching the NFL due to disgusting tattoos, awful hair, and immature antics in the end zone, the letter says. In a tweet Monday night, the university said the letter does not align with the school's values. On Tuesday, Penn State coach James Franklin echoed those sentiments, saying the message in the letter does not fit with the spirit of football. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kat. So Wednesday morning, we have a lot of stuff planned for today. We have uh, number one, Money Shark, $1,000, your chance to win that cash. It's coming up at 8 a.m., and we're starting to run out of time. It's today, tomorrow, and Friday, and that's it for this ticket, particular run. <sighs> yeah. So don't miss. Don't miss your opportunity. Why not? It's just a simple text or a simple entering on your uh, on your app, mobile app for MMR or through the website, and you just might walk away with thousands, maybe even ten thousand dollars. We'll see about that. We're going live on Fox Good Day this morning, so that is happening. It's a regular Wednesday thing, as well as a secret text word. Now, today we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets for the Iron Smoke Whiskey Dinner, whoa, hosted by singer and Iron Smoke Distillery founder Tommy Brunette, and it will be at Villain and Saint. At Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City, Thursday, October 17th at 7 p.m. And you get an overnight stay for the night. So it's pretty cool. It's four-course dinner, uh, whiskey pairing with courses, and cocktails inspired by and including Iron Smoke Whiskey. So you can get tickets to theoceanac.com, or you can text the word SECRET to 39333. We'll send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call in with that word. The designated caller wins that. And we will grab a random texter out of everybody who texts in as well. So it's an overnight stay. With dinner and whiskey pairing, and uh, you get to hang Excellent. out with the distillery founder. So it's a pretty cool, exclusive thing. But keep in mind, it's on the 17th, so it's next Thursday. you got to be free that night. So before you text in, make sure that you are aware of that very thing. Uh, we also have Thursday Night Huddle coming up. And that means we will have in the studio this morning our friends from Maggie's Waterfront Cafe. And we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with that. But uh, Brent Porsche is going to be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9 for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. You can win tickets, all kinds of stuff. So we'll get you more of those details as we go along. And in our studio this morning, Mr. M. Knight Shyamalan is stopping by for an in-person visit. Pretty cool deal. So we will talk to him later on. Of course, his Shyamalan party is coming up. So we'll get some of the details about that and just what's going on in his world. Now, on top of all that... I'm not done yet. No, there's still more. Not even one more thing. I got a couple of more things to tell you about. This morning, our programming assistant, Connor, is going to be on location at the SEPTA NRG station at Broad and Patterson. It's a SEPTA station at Broad and Patterson. You know it. You see the kiosk or the little entryway right there at the corner. And the reason he is going to be there today is because he's going to have some free coffee and donuts from Dunkin'. And a chance for you to enter and win a pair of tickets for tonight's Flyers home opener game. Keep in mind, Dungan is giving away free scepter rides on the way home tonight after the game on the Broad Street line at the NRG station. It starts at 730. So, here's what we want you to do. We want you to stop by and you're going to need the phrase from Monday's Emoji Code Contest in order to enter to win the tickets. This is a lot of information I have to pass along yes. to you. But I'm going to do my best. Okay. So uh, remember, if you if you take the subway this morning, look out for the Flyers' Andrea Helfrich from 7.30 to 8 a.m. 
on the Flyers-branded subway car on the Broad Street Line. <laughs> She'll be handing out Flyers swag as well as tickets to the Flyers home opener taking place tonight. There's a lot going on there, Preston. I don't even know what's going on here, and I'm telling you the information. There's so much going on here. It's, it's crazy, but it sounds like there's a lot of stuff to win. Now, uh, a question. Do yeah. I reveal what the emoji code is? That's or... your call, and your call alone. Do you oh. want to be generous? Yeah, yeah, I'm being very generous. It's O-Range. It's not even a word. No, it's O-Range. That's not even a word. Just say O-Range, <laughs> and, and, and you'll be in the running for the tickets, okay? All right, so obviously that was our emoji code. So uh, that's this morning, the Broad Street line right there at Broad and Patterson. Uh, we are going to have Connor there from 7 to 9, free coffee and donuts, and your chance to win tickets. Just go in and say O-Range, that's not even a word, and you'll be in the running for that. Okay. Oh, yeah, and... Oh, it, that just doesn't stop. Our pet's heads are falling off! Yeah, the uh, Bates Motel, our uh, second stop on the cream of the scream, is tomorrow night. It's the Haunted Hayride, number one in America, by the way, and we are going to have a chance for you to get on board that right now. I'll take five callers at 215-263-WMMR. Keep in mind, it's tomorrow from 6 to 8, so don't call if you can't make it. Please, we'd hate to uh, have you take up somebody's space. Somebody could actually be there. 215-263-WMMR is the number. Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride. And don't forget to check out the new additions for 2019, including zombie laser tag, escape rooms, and axe throwing. So call right now. Let's have you do that. All these things are taking place. It's a bit confusing, but it's a lot offered up to you. A lot of free things, a lot of cool people. So we hope that's going to be all right with you. You basically just did a one-man show. And I'm done. Yeah, you're done. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. No, we're just getting started. I'm going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, and we'll reveal uh, those celeb stories that we set aside for you as well as more giveaways with the stupid questions. So stay there. We'll be right Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question this morning is, uh, let's see, the prize pair of tickets to see Rent on Friday, October 18th. So uh, that will be at the Miriam Theater, by the way. So uh, Tupac Shakur, very famous rapper, obviously. Yes. But before he became a famous rapper, he was actually a dancer. What kind of a dancer was he? It's very interesting. I did not know Tupac Shakur was a dancer. Didn't know that either. Look at you. 215-263-WMMR, okay? So before he became a famous rapper, Tupac Shakur actually was a dancer. What kind of a dancer was he? But it was a singer. And let's see if you know the answer. Nah, he was a dancer. He was a dancer. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I'll go through today's birthdays. Wednesday, October 9th. Uh, There are a lot of them, by the way. And uh, we'll start with Scott Bakula. Ah, Quantum uh, Leap. Yeah, currently on NCIS New Orleans. Which is uh, doing well, right? I think so. Yeah, all I mean, those they, all those do shows well. do well and stay mm-hmm. on for 50 years. That's true. Uh, he is 65 years old today. It's also Sean Lennon's birthday today. Sean and his father, John, shared the same birthday. John was born on this day in 1940. I always forget that. That's wild. Yeah, and I do need to mention this because uh, Brent Porsche turned me on to a group. It's Sean Lennon. And Les Claypool ah. of Primus. How and is it? I forgot the name of it, Nick. See if you can find it. It is the, the Claypool Lennon Delirium. That's it. It's fantastic. 
fantastic. So what's the music like? It's the Beatles a la Magical Mystery Tour. Really? Uh, the more psychedelica huh. uh, version of the Beatles, and I love it. it. It's very, very Beatles-esque. I've never heard of this. And Sean sounds great. Does he sound like his dad? Sounds a lot like John. All right, yeah. And I, I, it, it's kind of... Um, gimmicky a little bit in that it sounds a lot like the Beatles, okay. but I loved it personally. You know, it's kind of cool because a, a bunch of the Beatles' uh, children have had success. Stella McCartney, Sean Lennon, Julian Lennon, obviously. Uh, Ringo Starr's son yeah. is playing with The Who. And um, Stella McCartney. Did and, I say that at the beginning? But yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, and and uh, Dan- Danny Harrison. Danny Harrison's a great yeah. guitar player. And Dolph yep. Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Not related. Uh, Ringo's oldest. I don't think so. Fan of the Beatles. <laughs> Sean Lennon is 44 today. Uh, Brandon Routh played Superman, Superman Returns. So they're doing this uh, crossover event on um, the uh, the Arrowverse, they call it, Preston. So the, the, the Arrow, uh, the Flash, all those shows. And we're big fans of the Kingdom Come storyline. Very much so. So I think Brandon Routh is playing that version of Superman when all these multiverses meet. Yeah. And they have him in that iconic Alex Ross uniform oh, from that. That's great. It looks really no cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that uh, kind of lighter blue. That's yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. man. So he is uh, celebrating his 40th today. Uh, actor Robert Wool and comedian Arliss and uh, many other things uh, throughout the years. It was, um, oh, damn it, the baseball movie. Oh, Bull uh, Durham. yeah, Bull Durham, yeah. Uh, but uh, he is 68 today. Uh, he was also, speaking of uh, uh, superheroes, he was in that the first Batman, Batman. the Tim Burton yeah, movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Flay, the celebrity chef. Is fifty four today. He's got properties in Atlantic City and here. He's got uh, the burger joint here, right? Yeah, Bobby's Burger Palace is delicious. You know, okay. I remember having a burger at his place in the Borgata. How and is it? It was so good. I mean, it was years ago, but I I, rem- I don't normally order a burger if I go out to eat. And I remember being like, I want to come back again. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because he gave us like some really salient, and you were, you said Preston. Yeah, the key is simplicity. When he said about barbecuing burgers. To make a small divot in the middle of the burger. Yeah. And he also said use, um, what kind of salt? It was like... Um, kosher salt? Yeah, like kosher yeah. salt. Yeah. yeah. He also said he prefers a fried burger over a, over a grilled burger because a fried burger, you know, holds the meat more. Um, so Holds the fat, too. Holds the fat more as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, if you, I believe if you're going to get, you know, ground beef or whatever... Uh, you're better off getting a fattier. Right? Yes, very much so. It's it's the flavor. If, if you want it, yes. yeah. Uh, Bobby Flay's fifty four. Tony Shaloub, uh, monk, and has been uh, bringing in the awards for marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Did he just win again? He won something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, he did. Best supporting what? actor, I believe. Okay. Uh, he's great, and I really love that show. He's 66 today. It's also Sharon Osbourne's birthday today. Uh, she turned 67. Jackson Brown is 71 years old today. I'm a huge Jackson Brown fan. Yeah. Love all that stuff. John O'Hurley, Peterman, yeah. yep, He's uh, great. is 65. One of the best Seinfeld outtakes involves Peterman. Uh, and I forget what precipitates the actual clip, but he delivers a line that has Elaine. She cannot stop laughing. And it, it, they try to get this line pressed, and it has to be like a half hour trying to get this one line. No kidding. Yeah. He just can't. He just They can't get over it. Uh, he's 65 today. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, Steve Burns, former host of Blues Clues. Oh, oh. man. And he's he's coming back, right? Didn't he, didn't he do a special reunion, Blues I Clues or something? I thought I remembered mentioning something about that, but I forgot the details. It was either it. him or Michael Madsen was doing Blues Michael Clues. Michael Madsen yeah, yeah. really is now going to do Blues Clues. Wow. Is that the one that we had on the show? Yeah, at yeah, the yeah. Camp Out for Hunger. And yeah. he, was, uh, he was sick that day. Wasn't a great interview because he didn't feel well, but yeah, 
Uh, we were watching that show actually not long ago, and uh, it's it's I, a gentle show. I thought it was great. Yeah, he's forty six today. Guillermo del Toro, one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, he has love him. His birthday today. Pan's Labyrinth, the Hellboy movies, Pacific Rim. Uh, he is fifty five. Chris O'Dowd, great, love that guy. Yeah, and a big birthday for him today. He is forty years old. He was oh, in the TV really? version of uh, Get Shorty, right? Yeah, he, they he? did uh, two seasons of it, maybe a third, and I really like them. But it was it's on Netflix, but it originally airs on Epix, so it takes a while for it to get <laughs> from Epix from one digital streaming service to another. Di- whatever. Yeah, he doesn't. But look, it's good. He doesn't look bad. He just looks older than forty. Uh, so when you were saying, I agree. Yeah. I thought he was already over forty. Yeah. So I forget how you worded it, but you said celebrating a big birthday. So I just assumed you were going to say fifty. Yeah. Oh wow! I'm um, sure he'd love to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. He doesn't look bad. Yeah. It's not like he looks for like, a fifty year old. He doesn't look weathered. He just looks. He looks older. Scottish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but he was he was great. And this is forty. Oddly enough, he turns forty years old today. <laughs> I love that whole scene in the pool. Oh my god, it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. they're macking on Megan uh, Fox. Megan Fox. Uh, then you have Nick Swardson. Another uh, great one. Who is, uh, good birthdays. 43. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones today. Uh, he is 43. He's been here before. He's gay robot. A couple times, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Steve McQueen, the director, not the actor. Right. Uh, 12 Years a Slave was his. Super powerful movie. Big birthday for him today. 50 years old. That was a powerful movie. I mean, it, wow. that's, a, that's a one watch and then I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't, hey, it it's takes, on. It takes a lot out yeah. of you. Yeah, yep. Uh, Get Be- the Pringles. Bella Hadid. Oh. Sister of Gigi Hadid. Now, you've often said she's your favorite Hadid, Preston. She is <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the Hadids. She's my favorite Hadid. I know it's hard to pick your favorite. Hadid. I know. You're not supposed to have a favorite Hadid. Uh, yeah, I go Gigi. Probably. I don't know who she's uh, dating, actually, right now. Gigi was dating the dude from The, the Bachelorette, but that's uh She's dating the guys done. from uh, Blue's Clues. Uh, and then the last birthday is a gentleman named Jason Batalon. Jacob. And Jason plays Jacob. the what's that? Jacob. Oh, it's Jacob. I'm sorry, Jacob Battleon. Battleon. And he plays uh, the best friend in the last few Spider-Man movies. Peter Parker's buddy. Uh, he's a uh, very funny, nice guy. He's been here in the studio. He is 23 years old. He sang today. for us. Did he sing? Yes, he did. We what gave a... him the guitar, and he, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he uh... yeah, nice. All right, um, really talented. So a lot of birthdays today. So happy birthday to everybody celebrating. Uh, we're going to go to the phone, see if we can get an answer. This Tupac Shakur, before he became a rapper, was what type of a dancer? Two one five two six three WMMR. To the phones we go, and we're going to go to Ted and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Ted. Hey, sorry you guys bothered me at work. <laughs> yeah, we're really <laughs> sorry. We're sorry about that, dude. We do regret it. Do tell what type of dancer was Tupac before he was a famous rapper. Tupac was a ballet dancer. Yes. Is that right? I had no idea. Ballet dancer, and he actually performed the role of the Mouse King in the Nutcracker. I love the Nutcracker. When he was a teenager. Wow. Yeah. All right, Ken, you got it right. We have a pair of tickets for you to see Rent Friday, October 18th at 8 p.m. at the Miriam Theater. And tickets and information are available at Kimmel Center. Dot org. We're going to start with the whole Felicity Huffman, Lori Loughman thing. Uh, Felicity got two weeks in the clink for her role in the college admissions scam, but Lori Loughman will likely face much more time behind bars, says U.S. Attorney for Massachusetts Andrew Lelling. Uh, Lelling said we will probably ask for a higher sentence for Laughlin than we did for Felicity Huffman. I can't tell you what that would be. It just happened to be... 
that Ms. Huffman was probably the least culpable of the defendants who we've uh, charged in that case. She took responsibility almost immediately. Yeah. She was contrite, did not try to minimize her conduct. I think she handled it in a very classy way. Legal experts, uh, Preston, are saying that Laughlin probably is looking at a million years. A million yeah, yeah. years oh, in wow. prison. Which, uh, it seems weird. They had somebody... Put a I, damper on her acting career. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. or at least a hold on it. Yeah. Um, the There was a couple that was sentenced yesterday, and they each got a month. Um, so, And they were at, at $250,000 is what yeah. I think they spent. But they... Um, they cop to it. So we'll see how this plays out for Lori Laughlin. It's, it's interesting how the justice system works, not to get into a big, yeah. deep conversation about it, but, you know. It's very exculpatory. <laughs> well, when you're, when you're dangled uh, a lesser sentence in front of you, even if you didn't do it, yeah. you might look at the likelihood of the chance that things don't look good against you and admit to something you didn't do some, simply to get a lighter sentence. It has happened. It, it has, has happened many times. It has happened, happened where people have not been guilty of things and cop to a sentence yeah. at the risk that it doesn't break their way. Yeah. 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 Also, I mean, this this has been happening forever and ever. Um, and the, the uh, in-year sentences? Uh, no, uh, the the idea that, that yeah, that the families pay sure. money and their and and their kids who maybe don't belong in that school yep. get into that school, and so I, I don't know why it's happening to these people all of a sudden. And well, they're they're making an example. This guy, came, they had a guy, the guy who was instituting it came forward and turned evidence against the participants, so that helped in their in their case. Maybe it was He's, the size and the scope of like the number of people involved and case. the high profile nature yeah. of the people involved. Yeah. Okay. I just uh, you know I just it's no, been, no rhyme or well, reason. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree, but but sometimes uh, things flare up and and all of a sudden it's like, "All right, we need to put our foot down and people are made example of and hopefully that deters activity like this down the road. And unfortunately, there are people that become the... Uh, We're know. in a time now where murder's illegal, but a lot of times, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it just flares up. Huffman will report to prison on October 25th. Laughlin and Giannulli face 40 years behind bars if convicted on culture. Could you imagine they get slapped for 40 God. years? Uh, and Becky's going to die behind bars. <laughs> they are next due in court January 17th for a status update. So this is going to go on for a while. Kim Kardashian. Listen, we haven't had Kardashians in the past couple of No, days. you've been very good. And so you, if you want to do 10 stories in a row, you can. I'm not going to do that. All right. I'm yeah. going to do one story. Kim is adding another line to her crowded resume just as she comes off another prison reform victory on Monday. The lawyer in training. Can I guess? And Mama 4 revealed, hold on a second, that uh, Mamolu Stewart was walking free after 23 years behind bars for murder thanks to her ongoing efforts. Oh, so this is on the legal end. Yeah, this is on the legal end. Now, what do you think she's adding to her uh, uh, resume? Kim Tractors. <laughs> what is that? Uh, tractors with uh, Kim Kardashian. No, not no. Kim Tractors, no. <laughs> Uh, Kim has been making headlines for months for her high-profile meetings and successful bid to reform prisons. Thus far, she has helped campaign to free 17 federal inmates who were serving life sentences for low-level drug crimes. Now it seems that Kim is setting her eyes on environmental activism. On Tuesday, she hailed the 16-year-old Swedish climate crusader Greta Thunberg, telling reports at the World Congress on Information Technology in Armenia... That she'd love to have her over for dinner. Ah, oh, there you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. What do you like, tea? <laughs> 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 what do 
We got Swedish meatballs. She said she's such an amazing young girl, so brave and courageous to stand up to these grown-ups. It can be very scary, and for her to open to be open and honest. I is flew exactly... my personal jet over to Sweden to get Swedish meatballs. Let's talk the environment. <laughs> it's exactly what we need. Climate change is a serious problem, she said. Uh, Kim, who has more than 150 million followers on Instagram. Dude, it's just astonishing. Uh, said that she'd be willing to share tips with Thunberg's parents. I'm sure she has loads of tips. She said, speaking on big platform invites. Do a porn movie. A lot of different. <laughs> Gets a lot of it. You're young. You're young. Your yeah. body's pretty good. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> She's a teenager guy. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking on a big platform, she said, invites a lot of different opinions and personalities and how the they, meaning the parents, manage that. Uh, meanwhile, Kim is also opening up for E! True Hollywood Stories. Who is Kim Kardashian West? Set to air Sunday, uh, this Sunday, actually. Listen, I love the E! True Hollywood stories. I hope they go with the original way they did it, and they don't make these fluff pieces. Now, in a coming attraction for this special, Preston, they said when they were growing up, they used to have, used to have put, uh, put uh, bungee cords over the garbage cans, or else Chloe would ride around. Oh, <laughs> my God, really? <laughs> uh, so she had apparently, that the, they've already done this. I didn't even know E! True Hollywood Stories were still on. Yeah. Did you, were you a fan of the series when it was uh, yeah, there? Yeah, sure. it was good. But it, it was more uh, investigative and yep. it had information and, and it was awards and all kind of thing. If this is just done in a manner of like a fluff piece each time they do it. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously she's a big, the Kardashians are a big cash cow for E! Yeah. So it it, sh- it has to be a warts and all, or you're uh, like I love behind the music, yeah. and uh, I wish they'd start that up again. I do too. That was AJ Benza, right? That did uh, yes through Hollywood Story. Is he dead? He was one of the producers. No, he's alive. I thought he was the host. Uh, by the way, Nick pulled up uh, Kim's <laughs> Instagram account. She posted a picture of her and her mom together. Her mom in a bikini. This has to be I don't know how how many years ago. You can tell by the well, I don't they think still the, look like themselves. Yeah, she doesn't look like her. Kim doesn't look like her. That, that's not Kim though. That's, okay, that's oh. Kim and her. Um, it's Kim's mom, Chris Jenner, and Faye Resnick. Oh, Faye Resnick. Oh, wow, like, that doesn't from even the, look uh, like her. Faye Resnick, well known from the O.J. Simpson uh, years, right? Yeah, I don't know. Faye Resnick know. was an O.J. girlfriend, I believe. Oh, okay. yeah, so it's a it's a TBT or whatever the hell. Yesterday. Throwback oh. Thursday. Throwback Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Cool. Flash forward way, Friday? Way back Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know. Wednesday, Sunday at Carvel? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. Uh, so, anyhow, available already on YouTube, Kardashian and her family and friends get candid about her rise to fame. She discusses how her father, Robert, uh, and his work on O.J. Simpson's murder trial divided he her... He life for O.J. Uh, ...divided her family. She said, one day my dad took me and Courtney into the trial... And then my mom happened to be sitting with Nicole's family, and we looked over, and my mom was looking at us like, what are you girls doing here? Why are you sitting on that side? Now, girls, sit here and be quiet. Daddy's defending a murderer. Uh, she also opens up about how her Paris robbery changed her. She said, there's those moments in, like, that really change you. <laughs> I think it's spo- I think they misspelled it. I think it's supposed to be in life. No, I I think whenever they write any dialogue for Kim Kardashian, it defaults to like. Yeah. So it sees anything L.I. and it's assuming that she's going to say like. She said, and uh, shakes you to your core. My robbery was definitely that moment for me. Uh, She said, as crazy as it sounds, I wouldn't give up that experience for the lessons I learned from it. So she grew because of the robbery. Yeah. Uh, Material things used to be so important to me. I measured my success by my material things. But there's nothing material that is important to me. I don't believe I that. Don't I don't believe really that. don't believe that. Second. Yeah. All right. 
Uh, even a New Yorker occasionally falls victim to a good New York City tourist scam artist. 30 Rock alum Alec Baldwin shared his recent tale of woe on Instagram. He said that he and his wife, Laria had uh, bought what they thought were $40 tickets for a boat tour of the Statue of Liberty. He shared a picture of the Tours R Us ticket, writing, We were escorted to a shuttle bus to New Jersey. I kid you not. We paid, then we read the ticket, and no one ever mentioned New Effing Jersey. This is a scam. So he ended, he he picked the ticket up at the South Ferry, and eventually Alec and Hilaria took their four kids uh, to the Staten Island Ferry for a free ride and shared photos of themselves in front of the iconic Beacon of Freedom. So this is a classic scam. Tours of uh, oh, Statue yeah. of Liberty. Yep. I, I, I'm just surprised that a seasoned, you know, New Yorker, New Yorker. would uh, fall for it. Yep. Uh, going back to Spider-Man and Tom Holland, we had mentioned his uh, buddy's birthday today. Yeah, well, we have a hair change. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, right now, I'm sorry. are yeah. you kidding oh me? Oh my God! And it's a guy. It's usually. Point of order, Preston. Bro call would always lead with hair change stories. I try to put them third right. or fourth. <laughs> uh, so his new do, Tom Holland's new do, uh, is out, and fans are not having it. Uh, when the Spider-Man stars newly shorn locks debuted, fans went into panic mode. Uh, the news was shared when a shot of Tom sending a message to a fan called Sabrina dropped. Uh, the message was shared with the simple but uncompromising caption that said, Tom Holland is hairless. No. And everyone seemed to agree. Fans compared his new look to Eminem, Justin Timberlake, and Caillou. Caillou? Like French-Canadian bastard. And uh, thanks to Twitter investigators who were ready to pour over recent shots of him, the shor- shorning was recent. And as it turns out, his hair was cut for a uh, a film called Cherry, directed by Russo, the Russo brothers. Oh, wow. Uh, co-starring Bill Skarsgård and currently in production. It just looks like you got a crew cut. I That's know. it? It's it'll, it'll grow back. It's not like he had a really long right. lock, locks of hair. Or anymore. dreads. Yeah. yeah. Uh, per IMDb, Cherry centers around an army medic suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder who becomes a serial bank robber after an addiction to drugs puts him in debt. I'm curious to see what the Russo brothers, because they did such a phenomenal job with the Marvel movies, what they're going to do from here on in. And so this, this sounds interesting. Yep. Uh, Miley Cyrus is asking her followers to send good vibes amid her recent hospitalization. God almighty, that's the least we can do. Yeah, I know. On Tuesday... I was vibing last night. I don't know if she received them. Well, she's, she has tonsillitis, so thoughts yeah. and prayers, folks. On uh, Tuesday, the singer revealed on her Instagram stories that uh, she had been admitted to a local hospital just one day after sharing on the social media platform she was suffering from tonsillitis. In the series of pics that featured Miley in her hospital gown, she explained how she was trying to get better before this weekend's Gorilla Palooza. <laughs> what the hell? It's, it's an entire concert series performed by gorillas. No, it's no. a charity event hosted by Ellen DeGeneres is the oh. Ellen Fund. Okay. For her gorilla sanctuary. That is oh, correct, yep. Uh, well, to raise uh, global conservation efforts. Right. Uh, hoping the, uh, she had written, hoping the rock star gods send me a boost of badass and help me kick this S to the curb where it belongs. We got gorillas to save. I love the way she talks. She captioned a somber hospital bed <laughs> selfie that showed an IV in her arm. I don't feel so good. <laughs> you don't feel so good? I feel so good. Okay. I hope I'm, my voice, everyone sends some good vibes because I want to be able to perform for Gorilla Palooza. That's <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Shut up, cat. <laughs> yeah, right? From there. <laughs> From there, Hi, my- everyone. 
You have tonsillitis and you want your voice to get better. Because you're afraid you'll lose it. Something like that. From there, Miley changed tones and began to get more optimistic about her current situation, opening up about how looking good. Yeah. About how looking good can make a person feel good. Yeah, she's right. Practicing what she preached, the singer showed off her oversized hospital gown that she cheekily redesigned to be more form-fitting, low-cut, and sleeveless. Look, a gorilla could wear that. A gorilla could wear that. Oh, she she took the scissors out and she cut up her gown and made it into something a little more <sighs> fancy. Just, wow, unbelievably enchanting. Yeah, it's just a beacon of light. Just a beacon of light in dark hope. world and gorilla saving. Yeah, she wrote, "How you present yourself can determine how you feel." And she captioned a mirror selfie in the hospital room that featured her mother Tish standing behind her and doing her hair. And she said, "Thank you, Mama, for helping this little sicky look a little bit Thank better you, Mama. by brushing Thank my you, Mama. my." God. So gross. So gurgling. She also wrote, redesigned my hospital gown. Maybe she needs to just rest. Uh, the final post saw Miley being... Get in the bed! ...being showered, and this is her in bed, showered with love by her friends as she laid in her hospital bed covered with rose petals Aww. next to a giant bouquet of bright yellow sunflowers Aww. and a large I love you balloon, and she wrote, I love my main gaze. Well, the, her boyfriend came to visit overnight, Preston. The, the stories have been updated. Wait, who's her boyfriend? Uh, I don't know. He's a mystery man. Uh, mystery me. man. But and he he's played, playing guitar for yeah, her. Yeah, played acoustic for her, and she's chilling. She's in bed, Steve. Uh-huh. She's resting up. All right, looks like Danny Glover. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not Danny Glover. It's a white guy with a, with a beanie on. That's my bitch. No. So uh, she is uh, she's healing up as we speak. Well, listen, she was try- she's trying to heal for a good cause. But what yeah. a voice. We all support gorillas. Mm-hmm. Uh, while filming uh, ABC's The Bachelor in Costa Rica, Peter Weber was hospitalized, according to reports. Yeah. Is he The Bachelor? He is The Bachelor. Well, the 28-year-old was on a golf date and split his face open. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Her face. My beautiful face. <laughs> After tripping onto a cart and falling on cocktail glasses. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that is such Jesus. a bachelor accident, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, that he, is so bad. Hey, guys. My face really hurts. <laughs> and I think uh, I'm a bachelor. He uh, he had emergency surgery. He had to get 22 <laughs> stitches. Uh, so I wonder how that is going to affect the season. I don't know where on his face he was cut, but the words here says split his face open. Ew, gross. Uh-huh. No. Hey, do me a favor. Don't send anything to me. Send it to the gorillas. Yeah. Uh, the new season is set to bow in January, so we won't know until then. So this guy is legitimately, I believe, a commercial pilot. Oh. So he has oh. to have some capability, yeah. right? His face has to be in good shape. Yeah. By the yeah. way, speaking of face stitches, did you see the picture that came out of President Carter after he fell and got yeah. those 14 stitches? Yep. That was not good, the poor thing. Where, like he went to a boxing match. It, Where on his uh, face? Yeah, it was like his eye, I think, above mm-hmm. the eye, and he had like a big black eye and then bandages, I guess, over the stitches. I did read the next day. I kid you not. The guy's 95 years old. Yeah. Yeah. The next day, he went with Habitat Humanity yeah. and started building a freaking house, man. Yeah, wow. there's a picture of him right there, and you can oh, see that the bruises right, right adjacent to his prison tier. 
Yeah. Stop it. Oh, he looks so cute. He's a tough old bastard. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Reality stars Todd and Julie Chrisley. Oh, my God. They, I, Is it Chrisley Knows yeah, Best? Chrisley yeah, Chrisley Knows Best. It's horrible. Yeah. There was well, one, one weekend where there was something I was watching a marathon of on the USA Network, and every other commercial was for Chrisley Knows Best. God. She's Jesus. a piece of ass, though, I think. She is, but yeah. he's got to be gay. Yeah, I don't know who wears more makeup. Uh, he does. Yeah. Well, they have... Not that there's anything wrong with that, but come on. <laughs> they have been cleared of $2 million in tax evasion charges, according to E.T. Well, there you go. Uh, the pair who... You've been cleared. <laughs> the... <laughs> Why are you here? I thought e. you were a said... Yes, but I minored in, in accounting. So he... <laughs> On my home world of uh, E.T. world. It's easy to count on those big fingers you have. Absolutely. And so, numbers are universal. So. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The pair who pleaded not guilty were accused of cheating on their taxes by Georgia's Department of Revenue. Hey, come over here. <clears throat> You're gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> Todd said Julian... everything about you is the uh, highlights and the hair and... I don't know. I have nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, you're gay. So, Todd said, Julie and I knew all along that we had done nothing wrong and that when the facts came out, we would be fine. Well, there you go. Now, the other question is, Preston, about this video, this sex video that uh, they were supposedly extorting their own daughter with. You know this story, right? No. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's like a porn video. and the, That's the her daughter's and he, in? That's, now, they, she, this is a whole morass of crap. But they're still trying to hash it out. It was her and E.T., but it was just finger stuff. Yeah, I'm going to finger blast you like you've never been blasted. Oh, my God. Lights you up uh, like You're going to feel it like down there and up in your mouth, too. Like a jack-o'-lantern. I'm going to turn you into a Chinese puzzle. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, does he I'm not... going to blow your goddamn head off. Does he not look like the villain in Lazy Town? Um, he does. Oh, yeah, Robbie Rotten. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yes, you're right. You look like the villain in Lazy Town. All right. He also said, this is Todd, not anyway, E.T. Whatever happened in the girl in that show? Uh, we're just glad that the Department of Revenue was willing to keep an open mind and look at the evidence. Well, of course. He presented a good case. Ironclad. Mm-hmm. There he is, Preston. There's a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Robbie Rotten. the teeth. Looks a little bit like him. All right. Uh, Aaron Paul tells E.T. Oh, Jesus. Right. You were in Breaking Bad, right? That, that making El Camino a Breaking Bad movie was a blast. Crystal man. He said that uh, we were really, truly such a family, and it felt like a crazy sort of messed up family reunion, just telling the same old messed up story. I had a family on Earth with Elliot and Uh, his brother and sister. But he said it was a lot of fun, so much fun, and that will premiere on Friday, by the way, the Breaking Bad movie. So it looks very... Very hardcore, as you would imagine. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be in the theaters for just a brief period and then in Netflix. That's correct, sir. Yep. Uh, let me see. Uh, one more thing. Uh, AMC's Walking Dead began its 10th season on Sunday with its smallest same-day audience yet, drawing 4 million viewers and a 1.4 rating among adults 18 to 49, deadline reports. So, you know, it was it used to thunder. I mean, it was the highest watched, most watched show on television for, for a period. But, I mean, I, I think it is a bit of the law of diminishing returns. Right. The Sunday premiere is down 34% from the season nine debut in total view. Did you watch a case? I did. How uh, was it? Um, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's the only 
thing that I, I, I you know, take that I don't care about anymore. I, I don't care about them fighting zombies anymore. You know, and right. so and it seems like every episode, and you, ha- you have to. I mean, it's the, it's the backdrop of the of the entire show. But these montages of them, you know, chopping zombies' heads in half and you know stabbing them through the eyes or you know, like I'm I'm kind of. Yeah. I know, over but honestly, that. at this point, aren't the zombies? Shouldn't they basically be mashed potatoes in a shirt at this point? Well, especially I in, mean, it, it, with natural decomposition, simply because you become a zombie. Yeah, well, especially these past zombies because they were beachside, and these zombies were a little waterlogged. Yeah, you know, so that they were like. <laughs> but as you die, your body still can become a zombie, right? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, instantly. So yeah, I guess they're still creating more fresh zombies. We'll make yeah. more. It's like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Doritos. All right, we're ready for clips. In the new sequel, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, the evil fairy and her goddaughter, Aurora, begin to question the complex family ties that bind them. Here, Angelina Jolie discusses her character's journey to darkness. Maleficent's journey started in the first film where she was uh, a very trusting, wild, free creature, and she was betrayed by someone she loved and harmed to when her wings were cut off. And so that changed her. It made her quite dark. Um, Loves and Mistress of Evil comes out October 18th. Looking forward to it. Yeah, here's the next clip. Archie and friends are back for more drama and dark secrets in Riverdale. In this clip, Skeet Ulrich, who plays Jughead's dad, uh, Forsyth Pendleton Jones II, talks about the surprises within the show. Here it is. As I would read each script, I had no idea what was up or what was down sometimes. And, and uh, in the best way, it twisted all over the place. <laughs> uh, I like that Skeet has had a resurgence in his career. I always liked him. I always did as well. He yeah. was on another show that I really liked uh, called Jericho. Yeah. And um, that was one of those shows where they ended it early, but uh, they gave the fans a, a wrap-up. Yep. To, to the best of my recollection, he was the first in-studio guest we had at MMR. Like a first movie star or anybody like that. It, it was right next door. Was it? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Okay. He was sort of cursed initially in his career because he looked so much like Johnny Depp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Riverdale returns for a fourth season tonight, 8 o'clock, and that is on CW. And that is all I have in the Entertainment Report this morning. M. Night Shyamalan stopping by this morning. We have $1,000 to give away Money Shark. We're going live on Fox Good Day. In a little while, our buddy Connor from our programming department... Uh, is going to be headed to the energy station at Broad and Patterson. If you want some free coffee and donuts, he'll be there from 7 to 9 this morning. So he should be there now. Yeah. Uh, you can stop by and get free coffee and donuts courtesy of our friends from Duncan. Now, this is all to promote the fact that tonight, after the Flyers home opener, there's free SEPTA rides from that station. It's excellent. Uh, for you to get wherever you need to be. So that's a pretty awesome deal. It starts at 7.30, run for two hours post-game. And Connor is also going to have your chance to register to win tickets to the game tonight. So all you have to do is stop in and say the following phrase, O-Range, that's not even a word. <laughs> all right? So we're all ready for the orange and the black, so we're doing something orange. Only Kathy, while playing Scrabble one time, saw the word orange and said, O-Range, that's not even a word. <laughs> so say that to Connor, and we can enter you for a chance to win the tickets tonight. But the free coffee and donuts for anybody who stops it'll, by. It'll flow like free coffee and donuts. And the Preston and Steve show runs on Duncan. So that is going on. We have a secret text word. And I tell you what, since we have so much to talk about, I'll tell you about that when we get back. All right. About that. All yeah. right. It's an overnight in Atlantic City next Thursday, and I'll give you the full details on this. So text word secret to 39333. We will be back in a moment. Did I mention M. Night Shyamalan's going to yes, be Yes, you did. <laughs> All right. So we'll be right back. Stay with us. Here we go. 
Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Thursday at 6, Steve, Casey, and Marissa bring the cream of the scream to Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride at Arasapa Farm in Glen Mills, voted the number one haunted hayride in the country. Now with zombie laser tag, escape rooms, and axe throwing. Join Brent Force Thursday from 7 to 9 at Maggie's Waterfront Cafe in Northeast Philly for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Enter to win Eagles tickets and sign Eagles merch courtesy of Bud Light Platinum and enjoy $3 Bud Light 20-ounce drafts and Platinum bottles. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Gentlemen, the Flyers home opener is tonight. And in celebration of that, we have our good friend Connor from our programming department on location at the NRG station. It's right there, Broad and Patterson, and there are some special things going on. So we want to make sure he's there, that he's got a setup. So I'm going to him on the phone. Say, Connor, good morning. What's up? Oh, my God. I can't believe you just did that. Wow. You should have done that special. Yeah. Uh, Connor, what's the story? Do do tell us what's going on, please. So we're just hanging out uh, outside the NRG station on the Broad Street Line, on the side closest to the Wells Fargo Center. Okay. Uh, we're here with the Duncan Community Cruiser, giving out a chance to win flyer tickets for the home opener tonight. Duncan, they got some free coffee, some free donuts, um, and you got to come by. You got to give us the special emoji code, and you're entered to win. If All right. You get the and- right code. And I'll tell people what that emoji code is, just to make sure that you heard it on the air here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all you have to do is come up to Connor and say, oh, range, that's not even a word. And then they'll be entered to win tickets for the game tonight, Connor? Correct. Okay, and you're you're going to be there till 9, uh, getting people signed up for this and also handing out free coffee notice. Do they need to, uh, where, do they, where do they park to come over to you, by the way? Or can, or do, uh, can they just pull up and run up real quick? As long as they know the code, I don't care where they park. <laughs> okay. That's your business. <laughs> yeah. You you make it happen. Mm-hmm. And right. Connor's easy to spot. He's got a he's got, appears like he has a large cardboard donut and a large cardboard cup of coffee. Yep. He's wearing a flyer Fly, jersey, yeah. so it should be pretty easy to spot. And there's uh Hold on. What, what was that, sir? There you go. There you go. There you go. Hey. Hey. To win some tickets, give him some coffee and donuts. Courtesy of Duncan. That's all you got to do. Yep. Connor's the right man for this job. Yeah, and by the way, there is a parking lot that's right there that uh, people will park there regularly. You don't have to pay for it. It's it's where people park when they need to take the Broad Street line. All right, all right. perfect, excellent. So, uh, Connor, we'll check back in with you later, all right, ma'am? All right, sounds good. Thanks, bud. I'll all right, here. and uh, it's courtesy of Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan, so uh, hockey season underway. I love Ooh. it, man, and uh, back home, the, the boys are... Ready to play tonight. All right, I have some house cleaning duties to take care of. That means we got to clean up. Are you the serious? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Let me dig in here. Bunch of stuff in here. It um, actually, it, you know what? It sounds like you're going through the drawer. It does, doesn't it? it? It's unbelievably accurate. I actually did clean out my own junk drawer or one of them at home the other day. And, did you find uh, a mousetrap? As no, for Bill Weston? no uh, mousetrap. Uh, a there. set mousetrap? I found a vibrator. But did I, you? I didn't did find it, a did mousetrap. You? Well, yeah, but it's one of those that you use for your back. You know, it's got the little four yeah. prongs on it, and you push your palm down on They're it. They're all meant for your back, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, that one feels good in your butt, though, as well. <laughs> PlayStation 5 is officially coming at the end of next year. Oh, they made the announcement. God. I saw this, yeah. 
Yay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It has kind of a cool design to it. Did you see? The, I've not uh, they, seen they the... Leaked. No, I've not seen the, uh, the, the aesthetics of it yet. Yeah, it's going to be super powerful. Uh, <laughs> it's got all these, uh, you know, bells and whistles. So here's the picture that they're sort of... It's on the screen here. It actually sort of looks like a, like a short throw projector. Okay. They're saying it's going to have... They're trying to get out ahead of everything and have it have every possible variation as opposed to letting this... Because it's been a while, so they're, yeah. they're they're trying to make sure that this one ho- runs the distance. I hope so. I mean, you know, and it gets annoying, doesn't it? If if you when when tech is updated the next year on the thing that you bought, yeah, right? But fortunately, it's it's not going to be that way. And and PS4 has been out for a while. Right? It has, yeah. yeah. And, and I I enjoy it. And I do too. I, got, I love it. I think it's a great system. Actually, I was a uh, and I had the Xbox. I had the S Xbox. S, the Xbox S1 or whatever that was the most recent one. I have a whole bunch of the systems. But the truth of the matter is, is that. Uh, that used to be the one that I'd play the most on, the Xbox, and I play more now on the PlayStation 4. Ditto. Yeah. Uh, I am the same way, and I, and I was originally the, I was a diehard Xbox yeah, yeah, fan, yeah. and then we ended up buying this because there were some exclusive games on that platform we wanted to get. And then the VR. And and the v, and that's the main reason, the VR, too. And so I've now come around, and I'm on you the about pressure, the controller too. They yeah. modified the controller. Yeah, it's better in your hands. Yep, exactly. So Sony says the new iteration of the PlayStation will have new controllers that have new haptic feedback features. Oh yeah, that will replace the typical rumble effect found in the PlayStation's controller for decades. So there's some kind of different oh. sensation you're going to get via haptics. That's like that vibrator you found in your uh, just drawer, like in yeah. the junk drawer. Yeah. <laughs> so I put this in my butt. Um, no. By the way, we should have a vibrator sound effect. That's better than a mousetrap. Yeah. As I'm digging through the drawer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, creators claim this new feature provides a very refined sense of touch so the player can feel the difference between walking through fields of grass or walking through mud. So, okay. So, oh. uh, all right. Okay. Interesting. Is this for the VR component? It doesn't say that, but I would I would venture to guess it. It would be right because that's where you're really immersing yourself. I love the I love the VR stuff. I yeah. do as well. It's it's amazing. So the more that you can do that, and the, it's been long rumored that you would be able to have like as in Ready Player One, the gloves that compress as you're holding something. Or, yeah, uh, they, or they resist. Right. Like say you're grabbing a door handle, you can only close your hand. Right. Uh, to the extent that there is a, a door something there, yeah. there in your hand, that would be way cool. You, VR is a trip because if you really, if you really let your senses go, you feel like you're in the environment. Yeah. And with things like a horror game, yep, it can really heighten the fear. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, you, you have seen videos of people falling. I love so while standing up or I falling out of chairs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yes, yep. I love that. All right, so we're looking at. Late next year. So okay. getting close to the holidays, or maybe roughly a year from now, uh, maybe a year and a month or so, they're going to be coming out with PlayStation. Did not get any projections on price. I'm going to guess. It's going to be the... super duper cheap. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to guess in the four to 500 range, right? I would, yeah, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. All right, uh, let's see what else we got. Let me dig in. Oh, look what I oh, found. It's a vibrator. Oh, how that's embarrassing. Hilarious. Wow. Put, uh, that's for your back, Preston. Let me put that away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, binge drinking. Yes. You hear all kinds of bad things about binge drinking. Oh, tell me there's a, some positives. Well, it actually <laughs> may be an evolutionary tactic to woo women, scientists oh, say. My girlfriend Kidding. loves it. Yeah, my girlfriend <laughs> loves it when I get absolutely sloppy drunk. Research suggests. Let me tell you something. Your handies are no good. 
Research suggests that heavy consumption of alcohol tells a potential mate that the binge drinker is healthy and strong. <laughs> no, how? According, oh, oh, Nick, I love how healthy and strong you are. <laughs> according, you're sprawled out on the floor. According to the authors of a study of American men published in the academic journal Evolutionary Psychology, That's ridiculous. heavy drinking among young adults delivers a sexual signal that demonstrates their worth. And the amount of drinking is influenced by the number of eligible men present compared to women. Uh, the researchers wrote more eligible, I had three <laughs> more eligible men compared to women was associated with higher male binge drinking rates, but lower female binge drinking rates. So the, the signal being sent is that they're they to they're saying this. The woman receives the message, whether consciously or subconsciously, that the the man is. Viral enough to withstand binge drinking? I guess that's it. So, so the, the scientists say our findings generally support predictions derived from evolutionary theory and suggest binge drinking may function as a costly sexual signal conditionally regu- uh, regulated by age and the local sex ratio. This is just ridiculous. Binge, binge drinking <laughs> was defined as the consumption of more than four alcoholic drinks for women and five drinks uh, for men on a single occasion. But but think about it this way, Kathy. Think about early 20s at a party uh, where people are just raging and you're yeah. just, that's all you want to do. And you see the dude, uh, not you particularly, but a girl might see a guy who's really the life oh of the God, party. That guy's totally smashed. Uh, you know, throwing it down there. Yeah. Can, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe consumption I, at that age seems to be. I don't know. Listen, I was. I was. Now it seems stupid. At I was age. in my 20s at one point, And trust me, I, I also uh, took part in binge drinking. I don't know that I saw somebody like that and was like, wow, yeah. What a guy. What a guy. What a catch. <laughs> I was actually going to try uh, Sober October, and then um, my well, it, it, but here's that the problem. Terrible. Well, the, the, the problem with Sober October is that it, uh, yeah, apparently it has to last the entire month. So uh, I'm doing Sober first half of October. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was. I was Why wondering not Sober February. On the tech, the I did Sober February. It yeah. was awesome. That's easier. It's There's too much days. going on in October. Actually, yeah. Sober February instigated your weight loss. Yeah, I did Sober January, January. and February. Yeah, yeah, people come off the New Year. Yeah, and, and they, I did Sober Monday. How'd oh, that go? For you. It was good. Well, I did I did sober since birth. Yeah. Right. Uh I was really legit gonna try sober October and then uh my, my a whole bunch of fraternity brothers decided to do a reunion weekend the last weekend in October oh, wow. and I'm like, all right, well that's good. out. There's too much going on. There is. There's too so many you... parties. There's too many events. There's too many charity <laughs> events that are like, you know, pay this much and eat and drink all night. Yeah. Hey, this all is right. for charity. Yes. <laughs> Sober October, my butthole. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I guess you like cancer. Yeah. The, or Gorilla Palooza. Yeah, Gorilla Palooza. Yeah, sorry, Casey. The the end of the month was ruined for you. So did you just give no. up in the beginning of the month? I'm gonna I'm gonna make it to that weekend. That's oh, the, okay. that's what the goal okay. is. Yeah, all but right. it, I just I won't on the technicality make it all the way through October. See, so, you know, person when I hear when I hear binge drinking, I think of cops and I think of some guy coming out of a trailer with a wife beard. Listen to me. Yeah, I know. Well, binge drinking is considered uh, more than four alcoholic drinks for women and five drinks for men on a single occasion. But what if that occasion lasts all day? Yeah, what if it's a Come on, occasion? cut yeah. us a break here. Do they, do they give a time frame, like no. within an hour? No. Well, that'd be no. a bit heavy. <laughs> yeah. You know, though, it's funny because, um, you know, maybe it's a reason why I don't drink anymore. Like, six drinks doesn't seem like that bad. It, it, I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, for a Friday or Saturday night? I roughly, when it comes to, like, when it comes to beers, if I'm, if I'm drinking a beer, I'm... 
one about every half hour. Oh my goodness! Over the course of you know, if, if twelve hours, if you're not going out till uh, right, right, you know, seven eight o'clock, yeah. I'm not going to last that long. You know, like ten thirty, whatever, I'm done. So a beer about every half hour is kind of what I'm good for. Does that, does that seem excessive? It does seem. I mean, for me, like I would nor I would do uh, like an, a drink an hour. Yeah. No, like a drink an hour for me. I okay. think is. So last week you were, uh, was it last week you, you, you came in the next day and you said you were still sort of buzzed. You got a little lit up. Week before last. Week before last. Mm-hmm. How many had was, you had that night? I was coming off the Saint gig. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I don't necessarily keep track. Good night. So Kathy, good night. when you have, when you have a wine, uh, how, how many glasses will you have during the course of a night? Well, like, how if, many bottles? Listen, I, I joke about, you know, drinking, yeah. drinking wine and stuff like that. If I have more than like two glasses, I'm going to wake up with a headache. So okay. really, I'm not really binge drinking that much wow. anymore. But how big, how full of the glasses? And are you actually l- using a glass or a I vase? I just, just straw in a bottle. Okay. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> bottle is glass. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, use the box. Get the authors of this study are from the University of Pennsylvania and, oh. uh, and Buffalo and noted that uh, binge drinking provides information about the characteristics of a drinker that would be useful when evaluating uh, worth in a male. Which fraternity are they? Uh, <laughs> I thought this, I stapled these two together. Yes, thought keep going. I thought it was part of the same story. Keep going. A deer made a grand appearance at a hair salon I in Lake Ronkonkoma, New York, on Saturday. Wait a second. That was supposed to be in the bizarre file. Oh. This, this, it says here that drinking makes some deer run into a salon. Yeah, salons. And why wouldn't it? Yes, of course. So, they don't so, realize it's glass. I don't know. This seems to have, I think, the act of being bombed out of your mind, besides sending perhaps a slight sub-signal to a woman, is also a major turnoff. Yeah, bombed out of your mind and binge drinking are two different things. Again, yeah, they, I, yeah, I, I equate yeah, them. I don't yeah. know, maybe I'm making I, a, a no, bad No, you do, yeah. and, I, and I understand that equation, but... It can get you there. It can yeah, get yeah. you there. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they see a sloppy, drunk person and are turned on by it. If they see this person consuming and they still have their faculties, maybe they find it okay. uh, appealing. All right, uh... Let's go to another junk drawer story okay. here. Is there a vibrator in this one or not? Uh, there has to be. There it is. I accidentally put it back in there. <laughs> what? It's crazy. Uh, okay, this I only bring up because it is one <laughs> of the dumbest headlines I've ever seen. Because of just, okay, the, okay. The, a news story. All, all right. right. And, and let me just read mm. it. And, and I don't even have to continue with the story okay. if you don't want. But this is considered newsworthy. Study. Dog owners often inaccurately measured out kibble. <laughs> You've got to yeah. be effing kidding me. Dog owners often inaccurately wow. measure out kibble. That's the mm. that's the headline in this story. Breaking news. <laughs> well, this just said a recent study has determined that dog owners often inaccurately estimate kibble. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm going up to the roof of this building where I'm going to dive off into the parking lot, hopefully ending my life forever. Uh, the University of Gulef uh, researchers found most dog owners inaccurately measure out the food for their pet. Well, the University the, of Gulef is, uh, is well known for their kibble studies. Uh, those who used a two-cup liquid measuring cup as their measuring tool performed the worst. <laughs> And those who used a one-cup dry food measuring cup were most accurate. Okay. Fido, I'm going to give you exactly one cup of kibble. Uh, the experts say to give your dog... I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> one cup looks like two cups. To give your dog... Oh dog. Mm-hmm. The most accurate amount of food, use a kitchen scale. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. So well, you're going to sit there and yeah. weigh your dog's food Come out. on. Yeah. I used to, you know, because my dog was a puppy not that long ago, yeah. I used to measure it out because... I was following the directions on the bag, and then I just basically, now I just eye it up. As a puppy, I could see you may want to do it. Do your dogs get the same amount, Casey? You have two dogs. Well, they actually get different foods. Okay. Uh, so Why? My, one uh, likes Italian and one likes uh, <laughs> oh, Mexican. Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Like, so Because Fozzie is super picky, and like, and he's a weird eater. He's a grazer. What's funny about him is is he will sit there and let his food in his bowl, because I have to feed him in two different rooms, and I have to shut his door. But he will... He'll just sit on the couch, right? And then uh, when we open the door, that's when he's like, mm, I better eat this now right now, you know, because the other dog will go in and try and eat his food. All right. So. Gotcha. All right, but do you accurately measure out the amount of kibble? I don't know. So Fozzie's food comes in a bag, um, so it's already pre-measured out. It's moist and meaty. Oh, there you go. It's moist yeah. and meaty. Yeah. Mm. Just like the uh, the movies that Kathy watches <laughs> on demand. Moist and meaty. No, that's yeah. massive meaty. Massive, massive meaty. And it wasn't me. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you know how you're, you're, the bill was in your name. You know how hard it is to not say meast and moity? Uh, it's like Ernie and Bert. Meast and moity. Or Erton. Erton Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. Bernie. No, Bernie uh, and Ert. Yeah. I'd like yeah. some meast and Maddie. <laughs> East, meast and moity. I'd like some large, massive men, please. <laughs> right. I'm ordering dog food. So anyway, keep in mind how you measure it up. By the word. I, by the way, I just think the word kibble is funny. It is. Anyway. Uh, back into the drawer. Okay. Right. I, th- I took the, the vibrator out, so we're good. We're going to go back to video games. I know we led with uh, PS4, wow. but a Canadian law firm has filed a lawsuit against Epic Games on behalf of two parents who claim that the company's signature game, Fortnite, is addictive. The lawsuit accused Epic Games of intentionally designing the game to be as addictive as possible. Well, of course they did. They want to sell the product, for crying out loud. Isn't that what everyone designs their product to be? Something you want? That you want. And and, and listen, so there's no chemical aspect to this. And any game, look at Halo. Look at the people who are playing Halo. Look at anything like this. You're exactly right. They're By looking- the way... To this get people could, involved. This could turn into a class action lawsuit. It, it could. They're, they're, they're looking for that uh, to happen. God, I would be on top of that in like a second. Uh, uh, I really think, so there's no getting past this. Jace loves video games. He's just a kid that, that loves it. And I have no video game systems in the house. We have like the old retro Nintendo, which he hates. He's like, this is dumb. I yeah. want real video games. So is he playing but on I, a phone or an iPad? Well, he, he has like, he has games on an iPad. But I'm at the point where uh, I think Santa's going to need to bring a, a game system because he loves it. And, yeah. you know, what am I going to do? The kid really likes it. But I think that I'm going to need some sort of help, some sort of therapy. And I'm not kidding. Like, whether it's from you guys or the new video game people in town. Yeah. Because it makes me rage right, when so, when Kat. there's so much play and like, okay, time for dinner. Time for dinner. Time for dinner! <laughs> Put it down! Wow, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. It makes me so angry. I, I was almost going to recommend Nintendo, the, the Switch, but I actually Well, think, that's what he says he wants. I think that's a bad idea. You because, do? Why? Because you can take it everywhere. Right. It, but it, that's, it, I mean, comes, that's, it comes out of the cradle. He can have it in the car. He can take it everywhere. But that's kind of, that's like the iPad now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I find it useful in the car if we're on long trips or, uh, you know, if we're at a restaurant and I want him to shut the heck up. You know, <laughs> you now, know what yeah. I mean? So, no, I hear you. I want to point out with this lawsuit, the reason that they might have some legs is that last year the, the WHO, the World Health Organization, classified video game addiction as a disease, defining it as a pattern of gaming behavior characterized by impaired control over gaming 
Increased priority given the gaming over other activities to the extent that gaming takes precedence over other interests and daily activities and continuation or escalation of gaming despite the occurrence of negative consequences. So this is a this is a a weird thing and a, a tough thing to hash out because you have had cases in, in like Korean cyber cafes where people have literally starved to death sure. because they've been playing like Warcraft. Yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, and like, you know, a, a, a child neglect and all that stuff that has gone on. Now, you know, the... Um, uh, there has to be some sort of – also, there has to be some sort of oversight. You just can't let a kid sit there and play for 12 hours. Right. Preston, you know, we both we, – we're not online gamers a lot. No. I, I usually tend to prefer but the But I've campaign. done marathons. I've done marathons. Yeah. Of, yeah a couple hours. Sure. And, uh, yep. yeah. But uh, th- when you're just – and you know it does. Even so, we're, we're adults we're playing – and you're you're at work, you're doing, you're driving along, and you're thinking, if I if I were to move that boulder, mm-hmm. and if I were to get up on that thing, I'd probably be able to swing across. So it it does start to infiltrate your mind. The time that I know when I've done it too much, and, I, and this hasn't happened in ages, yeah. is when I dream about a video game. <laughs> yeah, I've had that, and then I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, well, that's this is interrupted a yeah. world that uh, you don't need it in. What's the longest you guys have ever played a video game in, in like in a row? Like consecutive, you mean, sit, you mean sitting down, sitting down for a number consecutive of consecutive hours? I I remember playing till the sun came up, like uh, Resident Evil back in the day, in the or in the original yeah. PlayStation. I've been there. I've been. Um, I've been. Um, Biohazard. I did for about five hours. Yeah. Okay. Now, mind you, that was that wasn't like when I was supposed to be um, working. I was on the weekend, and, yeah. and it was you know it was crappy outside, and so I did that, but. Uh, there, when we're talking 12 hours, you know, when we're talking just every waking second yep. and Fortnite is, is a communal thing. Well, so the, the parents that are, uh, filing this case, uh, say their 10 year old son played 1700 games in seven months, while their 15 year old son managed to play over 7,000 games in two years. Uh, the older boy would stay up till 1am on most nights playing the game. Right, so how so- are they, how... You 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 listen. You're the boss in that house, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Put a friggin' end to it. Yeah, you know, you toss it out the window if you have to. <clears throat> but you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I listen. My son, you know, I have to take it away from him from time to time. Um, I, you know, I ha- definitely have to put an end to it. But if I, you have a handle on it, uh, sometimes yeah. I, you know, you know. But it, it, it um. The responsibility is mine. Yep. The responsibility is 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 one hundred. I believe One hundred percent mine. And. But the thing is, like, he's hanging out with his friends there. Like, yeah. You, and I think that's cool. Like, he, you know, the, he's, he's you know, you know playing uh, teams or whatever. And, like, you know, one buddy's at his house, another buddy, you know, and they're all pl- sort of playing together. But and, he'll get and to I, do that well, when he actually yeah. goes with, with actual teams. Yeah. With, with, so, like, so, so that you'll get that. So but if it's so, like, oh, I'm sorry. So, he's, so he's, getting, he's getting a social interaction, and it's not like he's... He's on a soccer team. He does other things that are physical yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, can yeah. allow him to do that. No I doubt. Mean, Not till one o'clock in the morning, though. Right. That's, that's everything in moderation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's precisely. on two soccer teams. Except meth. He's in a play. You know, like he does well in school. Like, you know, all of these sort of things. He's pretty well-rounded. So, listen, if he, if if I'm up till midnight on a Friday night, yeah. you know, and he doesn't have a soccer game until noon, like, yeah, go at it. You know, have right. fun. But. Well, anyhow, they're filing this lawsuit. We'll see if this sets precedent, and that's what they're looking This is in Canada, right? That place it is in Canada. So, yep. we'll see, uh, you know. uh, Case, do I have time to do another one, or should we take a break? Oh, I just, yeah, I think so. All right, the quickie. Just, uh, no vibrator sound. Nope. I found one more. Archaeologists have uncovered a 5,000-year-old city thought to be 10 times larger than Jericho, 
as well as a 7,000-year-old temple in northern Israel. They it's dug a, this place up. That is wow. amazing. It is. The city called En Esur was located in what is now Israel's uh, Haifa district, and it was uncovered across two and a half years by professional archaeologists of the Israeli Antiquities Authority as well as volunteers. This is in Haifa? Uh, it's in, uh, yeah, Haifa. H-A-I-F-A. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, the region's early Bronze Age New York is what they're calling oh it. Oh, my God. It spanned over 160 acres and is estimated to have had 6,000 inhabitants. While smaller than contemporaneous cities as such as in Mesopotamia and Egypt, uh, En Esur uh, would have dwarfed the more well-known cities of Megiddo uh, and Jericho in southern Israel. Not only was En Esur large in its heyday compared to other ancient uh, Levantine cities, but it was also intricately planned. It had large silos designed for efficient food storage. And the roads of its intricate network of streets were covered with plaster and stones to help prevent flooding. It had a fully stone subway system, too, Preston. I didn't know that. Well, they had a water slide yes, as well. Yes, absolutely, and cars that you could break with your feet. Uh, by the end of the 4th millennium BCE, uh, the site became a city. It is one of the earliest cities known in southern Levant, and it is the largest by far. This is, this is I mean, honestly, wild, yeah, I, I, I'm fascinated with these archaeological digs and what they discover. I mean, here's something that's been sitting there all this time. And, uh, you know, th- th- with each one of these, we get an, uh, an opening up of, of history. Yep. Yeah, my, my little brother, I'm sorry, my younger brother is... You live uh, there? No, no, no. He's into all of this sort of stuff, and you know he's showing me things all the time. There's a country, I believe. Nick, you're the ge- uh, geographer here. Uh, Mauritania. Uh, Mor- sure, yeah, Mauritania. Okay, mm-hmm. I had no idea that that was even a country, and it's and it's in uh, yeah. Western Africa. But like in Mauritania, like uh, there like. is like a like a Rani say there is a giant hole there that is just. Enormous that is man made. Like um I'm talking like Grand Canyon sized hole that is that is man made there. Is it ancient? Ancient. Okay. That uh that they talk about how it possibly could be like the original Atlantis. That Atlantis is not actually oh, um okay. uh ocean bound, but it's uh <laughs> yeah. but it's actually in the middle, right here, yeah. you know, just west of the uh the Sahara. Okay, okay. is this uh you yeah. doing a little uh, digging on this, uh, Nick? Yeah, I, I'd never heard of it either. Um, is it called the Eye of Africa, Casey? Yes, the yeah. Rashat structure. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, fascinating. Okay, and what what it, they believe it is a man-made structure. A su- how, how big is this massive hole? It is a deeply eroded, slightly elliptical dome with a diameter of forty kilometers. The sedimentary rock exposed in the dome ranges in age <clears throat> from late uh, proto rosic rosaic. Within the center, blah, blah, blah. I don't have enough time to go through this. <laughs> oh, you don't want to read that entire uh, thing? Live no, I no. don't. So we, we are we are led to believe, though, this is an enormous gaping hole. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's a gaper, Steve. It's a big gaper. Yeah. All right, so this the gaper honestly, out there and where is it? Israel? Mauritania. Mauritania. It, 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 okay. I mean, from space, you must admit, it looks like an anus. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're done. That's it. Yep. We'll That's wrap it. up there. I have okay. more stuff, but we don't have time. Nah, now, we, so there you go. But you go, go to That's the big right. hole. Yeah. You end there. You Always end back. on a big hole. All right. And there you go. That's uh, some of the items from the junk drawer this morning. 
We're going to take a break, and I'm going to give away some passes for our Cream of the Scream, stop number two, Bates Motel and Haunted Hayride. Uh, it's tomorrow night. Yes, it's going to um, be very exciting. And it will be starting at 6 o'clock. It is the number one haunted hayride in the country. So let's take five callers, 215-263-WMMR. The passes are yours. Keep in mind, you need to be able to join us tomorrow night, yeah. okay? 215-263-WMMR. we got a lot coming up. I'll tell you about more about what's on uh, the menu when we return. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty Honey. You know the time is So don't let me Shine down. My monsters are real. And that Ghost. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, it is uh, 7.55. We're getting right back into things. We're going in less than 60 seconds on Fox. Good day, so, it's good day, so we'll hold off on traffic, Kathy. Uh, as we are awaiting that, I do want to remind you that uh, Connor... Our production assistant is at the NRG station at Broad and Patterson, right there at the SEPTA station. Broad and Patterson. He'll be there till 9 o'clock. Free coffee and donuts from Duncan, as Kathy was yeah. just talking about. And you can enter to win a pair of tickets for that night's Flyers home opener. Tonight, by the way. Uh, the phrase you need to use is, oh, range, that's not even a word. If you say that to Connor, he's going to put you in the running for some tickets to the game tonight. And while you're there, get some coffee and some donuts on your way in. You can get details at WMMR.com if you need it. But Duncan is giving away free SEPTA rides tonight after the home opener. Keep that in mind. Here we go on Fox Good Day. Uh, Preston and Steve, we found this survey that ranked um, the professions that have the most sex. Like you might have a dentist or an accountant or something like that. Or an athlete or a lawyer. Right. Right. And I don't know if you've seen this or not, but number one on the list. Should we ask them to guess? Well, we know. We, we have to recuse ourselves. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Farmers. Yeah. Farmers. <laughs> I was surprised. Yes. Uh, I would have thought like. Farmers. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, I, I would have thought like athletes. I would have thought, uh, yeah, you know. There's people... no way athletes were on that list along with the farmers. Kathy doesn't that's believe gonna be a, That's going to be a whole other category. Who's fired on you more, Kathy? Well, Athletes or foreigners? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, hang on. I, I think this doesn't necessarily mean who's going out and meeting people. Who's having, having sex? sex. These are the married couples. Couples who are in relationships having exactly. sex, uh, you know, often. So, so and, yeah. sex drive. Well, with and, farmers, are we talking human on human, right? So I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> there is livestock available. Yeah. They didn't necessarily specify. They didn't specify. They? All right. No, I, I, yeah, that, that's a good point that maybe but, you're dealing with that situation. But, Steve, I don't know if you read the article or not, but it says that most, a, a good portion of them said every day. Every, every day. day. Every sex day. Every day. Wow. Yeah. Just um, like milking a cow every morning. Yeah, right in the field. Uh, now, yeah. I, I'm going to add another little tidbit. Did you see who came in dead last, guys? Who? Journalist. Uh, what? Seriously? There you go. Wow. <laughs> dead last. It's because we're busy. Journalists. Yes. We are busy. And tired. That's what yeah. it is? Yeah, going busy, huh, Mike? <laughs> uh, we're just very tired people. I just now, can't. Number two. If we go to bed early. That's uh-huh. right. And not to do that. <laughs> to actually sleep. Yeah. Uh, architects, number two, right behind the farmer. And then after that is a people who cut hair. So yeah. just wow. barbers or salon workers? Well, oh. it's salon workers. Okay. 
the shampoo girl or the actual one styling the hair? <laughs> but I have to admit, when you're in the shampoo bowl and you put your head back, it feels good. It is pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Giving that massage. You get turned oh, on yes. good, don't you, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm just saying, it does feel good. Oh, oh my God. me one more time. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. what, kind of, what kind of shampoo are you using? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is the water too hot? Just um, the way you like it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and it smells good. Like, it's just, yeah. Well, it's true. You get very close to certain people, like your... Uh, your, your farmer. Cutter. <laughs> your local <laughs> farmer. I, I honestly, you go to the farmer's market, they're rubbing up and down all over you. Yeah. Yes. Look at this squash. <laughs> Some Me- nice beans you got there. Yeah. <laughs> what a oh. stock. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Everything that they do has uh, some... I prefer yeah. the melons, personally. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I will uh, never look at a farmer the same. There you go. No. Well, you know, there is a uh, dating site dedicated to farmers. I think it's called Farmers.com. Yeah. Do, do you know what I think also adds to it? They wear those bib overalls, and it's just two snaps, and you're... Yeah, you're there. You're, you're ready there. for business. <laughs> yeah, you're naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They drop so to the true. Easy overalls. access. Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to farmers, though. <laughs> yeah. But I'm thinking back to my Uncle Hod. Yes, his his nickname was Hod. Was he a farmer? He was a farmer. Uh, Halbert was his name. Hod and Marie. Yeah, they were. Uh, How many kids? And they, they had two daughters. Okay. Farmers' daughters. <laughs> oh boy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about farmers' daughters. I wonder how it goes for them too. Yeah. Well, right. there you go. All right. All right. Too Thank late you. To become a farmer. <laughs> Appreciate it, Mike. And when's the next farmer's market? I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I know Alex will be there. Alex is. Yeah, yeah. she'll be there today. Either a farmer yeah. or somebody. <laughs> she wants her hair shampooed and her, her, her fields plowed. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh yes, okay. there is a lot of plowing when yeah. you're a farmer. <laughs> uh, and what did the. Uh, what did the. Oh, here we no, go. What was it? What? Oh, he lost his joke. What did the plow say to the tractor? What? Pull me closer, John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We'll see you later. Wow. Could have ended 20 seconds. Yeah, everyone. 20 Mike. seconds. Mike and his, his uncle Hod. Yeah, Hod. I thought mm-hmm. we were going to get a story like no, that. I did too. Oh, he murdered 10 people. It just a... made him think of the. And I yeah. thought, okay, what about Uncle, uncle Hod? And, and that's it. There you go. Uh, it's 8 o'clock. I don't oh. want to mess around anymore. Let's not do traffic. Let's do this. WMMR Philadelphia. A Beasley Media Group Station. MMR's Money Shark. All right, we have your chance to win $1,000 right now. And uh, we're dwindling on the time because it's today, tomorrow, and Friday, and we're done. So don't miss your opportunity. To enter right now, you got to use the keyword. It's award, A-W-A-R-D. And you have until 8.15 to enter it via Texas special contest short code, which is 45911, <clears throat> or you can enter using the MMR mobile app or via the contest page, WMMR.com, to be entered for a $10,000 grand prize. Now, you'll get a call if you're randomly selected in this nationwide contest and you win 1000 bucks. Complete contest rules are available at WMMR.com. Don't forget the word is award. A-W-A-R-D. Good luck from Horizon Services and WMMR. All right, I would like to give away two $25 gift cards to Maggie's Waterfront Cafe. They are hosting the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. Uh, Tomorrow night, so we'll take callers 10 and 11 at 215-263-WMMR. Brent Porsche and the MM Army will be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9 for the Bud Light Platinum, Platinum Thursday Night Huddle. And you could win a pair of tickets to the Eagles versus Seahawks game 
at the link. So stop by and see them. Always a great time. They brought by some food this morning, the chicken ranchero wrap, some honey hot buffalo wings, Caesar salad, veggie wrap, and, and their CBL tea, which is the crab bacon lettuce and tomato. Oh, yeah, so I like that. Let's get those callers, give away the prizes. We're going to do the Bizarre Fire. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Fire. Brought to you this morning by Gwinnett Mercy University, where you can make a difference and a living. Check out one of their fall open houses on Saturday, October 19th or Saturday, November 9th to learn more about their excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service. Sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. A South Florida man is accused of pouring beer into an alligator's mouth after enticing the reptile to bite his arm that his friend had caught. Uh, Timothy Gene Kepke was charged with unlawfully taking an alligator. Another man, Noah Osborne, was charged with the same crime. How big was this alligator? You know, it's a good question. I don't really know. Uh, officials from the Florida Fish and Wildlife say they received a complaint about the two men. I'm, I'm going to guess it's not Small. Real big. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a video showed Kepke holding the alligator and tempting it to bite his right forearm. <laughs> yeah, because it was like an 11-foot alligator. It would be a different issue. After being bitten, Kepke allegedly poured beer into the alligator's mouth, causing the reptile to act aggressively. Uh, the pair then released the alligator. Authorities went to Kepke's home, where he told officers he was the man in the video. I gave the beer to the alligator. Despite issue arrest, issued arrest warrants for Kepke and Osborne, uh... They arrested both men on Thursday. I also smoked hash with a raccoon. (laughs) Reptile breeder Brian Gundy had just given a talk at an an, an animal presentation on Saturday in uh, downtown San Jose. While going to get his car parked on the second level of the garage, he left his snakes and lizards in boxes and a bag in a no-parking zone. When he returned for his critters, he made a grim discovery. He said, as I was loading up my gear, I realized the bag that had my four pythons and blue skink lizard inside was gone, and they were just there seconds ago. Gundy had seen several people walk by his equipment, so he ran after them but couldn't catch up, and he doesn't think that they knew what was inside. Is a skink lizard poisonous? No, I don't think so. Okay. We used to catch skinks uh, when I lived in the Carolinas. Uh, in the thieves, uh, if the thieves were surprised by the contents of the bag, Gundy worries about that the pythons, three ball pythons and a baby albino caramel Burmese python, uh, and the blue-tailed skink uh, could have been tossed into a dumpster or otherwise abandoned. <laughs> yeah, he said, it's very upsetting for me, even though there's quite a bit of money involved in this loss. Were they my, wearing snake tags? My biggest concern is the safety of these animals. He knows that the thieves probably had no idea how to care for a snake, but the stolen animals were worth about five grand, according to the breeder. Wow. Yeah, a box containing a tegu lizard and a nice chest with a 13-foot Burmese python inside were not taken. Uh, and he has filed a police report. Can you imagine? You stole a bag, which you think you don't know <laughs> what's in it. bag full of snakes. And you open up, it's a bag full of snakes. Can you microchip a snake? Uh, like the way you would do a dog? Oh, no. And a cat? Not sure. Huh. A Texas man survived shooting himself in the heart with a nail gun. Why did he do that? Yeah. uh, This guy named Aaron, he didn't want his last name provided, said to a news station that the accident happened on September 3rd. He said, I've used that gun for 20 years. And never shot myself in the heart once. The carpenter (laughs) and furniture maker said he was doing framework when the hose of his nail gun got stuck. Yeah. 
when he moved it, the nail gun shot a three-inch nail into his heart. He said oh. it was it was about a foot from me, probably when it went off, and the nail went all the way into the head. Oh dear. He said I reached down and pulled the nail out. No. Put, put my hand up and thought I'm going to die. Yeah, you're not. Did supposed we learn to... nothing from John Wick? Yeah, you don't do that. A co-worker saw Aaron's eyes begin to roll back in his head as he frantically called 911. The co-worker dialed 911 dispatchers. He said, I was walking around, and I heard him go, ow. <laughs> and then I came back. I just shot myself in the heart with a nail. <laughs> what happened, Ed? I shot myself in the heart with a nail. Uh, he said. He... I pulled it out. Now I'm bleeding to death. He said, I came back, and he said he shot a framing nail right into his chest. Right you sure in... was a framing nail? To his heart area. Uh, he also called Aaron's wife, Liz, who was working in the trauma center at Memorial Hermann Health Hospital. You dummy. <laughs> uh, it was clear when Aaron arrived that he was in bad shape. Uh-huh. Uh, trauma medical director, Domothy, uh, Dr. Timothy Hodges, uh, said that the surgery was especially difficult because he knows he knew the guy and the wife. Uh, but Aaron is expected to make a full recovery. Uh, How does that happen? I mean, you got a nail punctured through your heart. Yeah. A New Zealand... Oh, this is terrible. Terrible story. Uh, uh, I don't but, like it already. But it's pretty wild, man. A New Zealand college student fell down the stairs and was trampled to death at an out-of-control house party. Oh, my God. Sophia Cristani was fatally crushed Saturday night at a packed house near the University of T- Otago when a crowd on a staircase was shoved... And collapsed on top of each other. So there were just loads of people on the staircase. And, and somebody they fell forward. Somebody at the top got pushed. It caused a chain reaction. She was at the bottom. And it killed her. Killed her? Yeah. Uh, according to a witness, they said they started to fall backwards. And when the people at the top started falling, it was kind of like dominoes. Everybody went down and the people at the bottom of the stairs just ended up in a pile. She was found uh, unresponsive at the bottom. Uh, the witness said, I just thought she was unconscious like everyone else. You're getting crushed. Several people carried her across the room to uh, emergency responders who attempted to resuscitate her. That's a terrible, terrible story. All right, something uh, lighter. lighter. How about this? A man in Clearwater, Florida. So a Florida man. <laughs> yeah, okay. now, now this is good yeah. stuff. It's always good stuff. Is, yes. Florida man. Florida man. Is facing aggravated assault charges after he pulled out a machete on a woman because she refused to date him. (laughs) Well, that should work. That should change your mind, right? Yeah. Uh, Clearwater police arrested. Wait a second, a machete. I like this guy. Uh, Arrested Leonard Thomas. Police say Thomas and the victim were arguing when he became angry because she wouldn't date him. Would a machete change your mind? She wouldn't (laughs) date him. Uh, Thomas pulled the machete from a sheath on his belt. And raised it toward the victim and said, I'll cut you up. Oh, my God. The victim ran away. You know what? He's a romantic at heart. Yeah. Uh, The victim ran away and called police. After his arrest, Thomas refused to cooperate and yelled obscenities at the (sighs) responding officers. Was it my approach? Uh, Thomas was heavily intoxicated at the time, according to the report. He was binge drinking, Preston. And you he should have been attractive Most to her. women find that attractive. They didn't mention machetes in that study. Uh, he was arrested on $5,000 bond, and he remains behind bars. And that is what I have for you in the bizarre file. So don't, don't bring a machete on a first date. Uh, no, probably yeah. not a good idea uh, to bring a machete on your first date. You might use it. That that would be bad. All right, so we're going to check in another time, I believe, Case. I'm waiting for my music. Yeah. And... The Orange and the Black. Yeah. The Orange and the Black. Very exciting. Flyers get started. Their home opener tonight. The Orange and the 
And in conjunction with that, SEPTA from the Broad Street line at uh, Broad and Patterson, the NRG station, are offering up free rides home tonight after the game. 7.30 for two hours post-game. You're going to be able to ride for free. And in conjunction with that, and Duncan is covering this, by the way, uh, Connor from our programming department is there as we speak. Yeah. Hey, Connor. Hello, guys. Hello, hello. Hey, man. All right. So uh, are people coming up and getting registered? Yeah, uh, we've had about like twenty people, I think, registered so far. Nice. Uh, we just had a guy, but he just ran off to his car. He was parked on Broad Street, so I don't think he was really right parked legally. Right. He ran up, signed up, sold us the code, and then he ran back. So people are are asking That's- exactly where you are. So just exactly where are you? We are right on the corner of Broad and Patterson at the Energy Station Broad Street line. People are coming in and out to the train, um, and then we got Duncan, the community cruiser, right next to us. With free hot coffee, pumpkin, and mocha. Ooh. I've had a ton of both. A um, little jittery right now. So. <laughs> a little jacked up, are you? Free yeah, donuts, yeah, too. Uh, All right. And, and by the way, Connor, let me remind people the code that they need to say to you. The the code phrase is O-Range. That's not even a word. And uh, you'll be in the running for tickets for the game tonight, by the way. And if you want, yeah. take the take the Broad Street line right from the station on the way home. It's going to be a free ride. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty so cool free day. coffees, free uh, donuts. Uh, you are in the running for the tickets. Yep. And, uh, of course, Duncan is paying for your ride home tonight. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, so, Connor, you got about 45 minutes or so left. So uh, keep doing what you're doing. All right, bud? We're, we're trying. We're going. We hang right. in there, man. Sounds Fight good, the man. good fight. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much, Connor. And he is he's easy to spot. He's wearing a Flyers jersey, and uh, he will set you up for free coffee and donuts and maybe win those tickets, which is pretty cool. Speaking of winning, we have a secret text word, a chance for you to win a pair of tickets for the Iron Smoke Whiskey Dinner. It's hosted by uh, singer and Iron Smoke Distillery founder Tommy Burnett uh, at Villain and Saint at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. It's next Thursday at 7 p.m. You get an overnight stay for the night. Four-course dinner, whiskey pairing, uh, and uh, cocktails inspired by and including Iron Smoke Whiskey. You're so, a whiskey man, right? I am. Yeah. And I've not had this yet, so I'm very interested. So text the word uh, secret to 39333. We'll bounce a word back to you, and later on we'll ask you to call in with that word. We will also grab a random texter, so a couple of different ways to win for doing one thing. Text the word secret to 39333. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan is stopping by today and uh, a few other good things. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We had our guest not too long ago on the phone, but in the studio is so much nicer. Yeah. And we're amazed that he's got some time to come by here. It's awesome. We just shame him every chance we get. Yes, we do. The fifth <laughs> annual Shamoween Halloween party is coming up October 26th in our studio. M. Night Shyamalan. Good morning. I love watching you guys. You know, I, I was just thinking that what you guys do is exactly the opposite of what I do. And I don't mean quality. <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> that would hold true as well. Yeah. Live versus scripted. And, you know, we're on mm-hmm. our sets. 
everything is, you know, there's we've been talking about it for six months, what you say, how you say it, and then everybody gets quiet, and then we do. It's all intended for one thing, but you guys are all live all the time. Just watching you guys constantly just off the top of your head being extemporaneous it's, it's to a some di- extent. It's a different kind of work, and, and we've seen, you know, film work and television work and, and how that is such a different animal. There's a lot of hurry up and wait. Yeah. There's a whole lot of preparation Tons. Uh, yeah, I mean that's been going on for weeks, months. Yes, uh, and I even looking. Stephen, we went to uh, to film for "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Yes, yeah. Just the call sheet. I'm like, God, it must have taken somebody a long time to actually write all this stuff out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, even that alone. Oh no, it's a big deal. At times it's huge. On the, on the weekend, I'll say, bring in this actress at this time, so because it takes this many minutes to get that the hair done, but we don't want her waiting. Yeah, my, I'll have two shots done by this point, but don't have her waiting. So you know. You have to figure out every single factor because, again, they're going to emote on cue. So you don't want that hypothetical actress to sit there for two hours stewing. And then when she gets on the thing, it's not coming out correct. You're you're, you're conducting all of that. It makes me think of of Cecil B. DeMille and those massive productions, you know, and those those times when there was less technology where you could sort of cheat things and just you had to get – the people, you know, the uh, the uh, people being let out of bondage and all of that stuff, and it was <laughs> it was crazy. So uh, yeah, but it's it's it is is it is the opposite. But it's funny because uh, we're in all of what you do, and and when actors come in who are when they're sort of a lot of times we'll get them in here and they're they're great actors and they're they have to talk you know and, and speak off the cuff and and they're like a they're, deer they're, in headlights because yeah. oh my god because they're out of their comfort zone yes you know? exactly meanwhile here's Steve and I the Green Day song is fading out what do you want to talk about I oh, know I got a thing here we <laughs> yeah, go yeah. let's go. follow me <laughs> yeah. that's what we do we yeah. just shrug and go along with it could, <laughs> you, could you imagine taking a multi million dollar ah let's just, some some kid can see dead people let's just <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't until we we that I I went and saw what all is involved. That I didn't realize I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's why these things cost so much money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, about filming in general. Yeah, this, the specificity of ever, like this army of people aiming at yeah. this one thing. To mm. some extent, I'm more what you guys do because if the actor is doing their take, there's something I want them to do differently. I have to then explain to them on the spot in, in that moment with articulation. Right, what I want them to do. So more, I'm doing more spontaneous stuff on that. Right, side. right. I watch uh, the show Extras, which came out 12 years ago, but I'm watching Extras. it on Netflix. It's with uh, uh, Ricky Gervais, and it's about being an extra on yeah. set. Have, uh-huh. you, have you ever seen it? I haven't. Uh, Sam Jackson had a role in it, so a lot of uh, Ian McKellen are on it, and a lot of these guys are playing funny versions of themselves. Ben, ben Stiller plays a, a huge egomaniac version of Ben Stiller. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it seems to be incredibly accurate as to what it's actually like on set, waiting around, and um, uh, and and then just uh, the amount of work that goes into a set that may be destroyed afterwards. And you know, it, it, what yeah. what um, what movie or TV show for you is an accurate representation of what you do for a living? Gosh, I was I'm trying to think what uh, if there's one that I've seen hmm. like that, but it varies. So I would like to believe my sets are. The most organized, and oftentimes you'll see the actors and the crew say that that you know their their time is well respected. It's all been thought out, yeah. but there it's most sets are a mess. It's chaos, you know, and because there's so many moving parts, and oh, we you know this thing didn't work, or that machine didn't work, or that equipment didn't come in, or the actor didn't isn't ready, or it wasn't don't come out of the trailer, and it just compounds and compounds, and then the extra who came in at seven a.m. is sitting there till three p.m. Yeah, and at ten, yeah. and they don't know what's going on and all of that. Stuff. There's a legendary story of Roger Corman when they shot um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, the, the one with Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that they shot on a, what they call, I guess, like a one-to-one ratio. 
One to one. <laughs> First, that's it. Done. Move on. <laughs> wow. and, and the sets were built so that if the camera was fixed and moved an inch to the left, whatever was in frame was the set. Like yes. they, hmm. they, they, like there was a Corman experiment <laughs> to see how they could refine it to the cheapest possible way to do the movie. And wow. it was like they, there was like anything that they did, they rehearsed it and then went with that that first take was the one that made it in the movie. I mean, actually, I'm I'm not Corman. I definitely <laughs> don't do that. But right, yeah. but I'm very like, hey, you don't need to paint that wall. We're never going to turn around. Oh, wow. oh okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I'll yeah. save I'll save that time and the money because mm. I've you know on my movies. Yeah, I can yeah. Be that precise. So you have worked with some of the greatest actors of our time. I mean, honestly, and uh, you know, so you worked with Haley Joel Osment early on, and he was amazing. Uh, Mel Gibson, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Paul Giamatti. You know, the list goes on and on and on. And your movies are also, uh, have very emotional moments in it. And I wanted to ask, you know, we're talking about Hurry Up and Wait. Um, How do they find that emotion more than once? And and, and how do you as a director get that? Or do you not have to because they're just so professional? No, there. It depends on the actor. Yeah, you know, you, but you're aiming towards an an, an emotional verisimilitude, a, a kind of a, a moment where it, it peaks and it's truth, right? And that's an an understanding that happens in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of sometimes the actor looks like they're right there as you're doing a rehearsal, and so you know it's going to be in take the early takes, right? So you don't want. So in that case, I'm calculating immediately whether. Steve and his dolly is, is are they ready? And if I if I feel like they need five more rehearsals, I'll be like, hey, wait right there, Mel. Wait one second. Right, Steve, do that that move. Do it again. Do it again. Do it right. again. Do it again. Because I can sense that you guys aren't aligned. Where I sense that the actor is going to nail it in yeah. two, but it's going to take him five movements to get hmm. the camera right. So all of that has to happen. That's so like cool that. because a lot of time you're you're also. It's it's just it's you know and the ones of course you know we we adore your stuff and and your your stuff is great and and, and the greats that do it and when you're, you're talking about these these disjointed things I mean the the classic like on on the waterfront when uh, Seiger and Brando were having that classic scene in, in the back of the of the of the car um, they were they were not there together they hated each other you know <laughs> and yeah yeah and just in those couple of shots where they're there but Ilya Kazan was the director yeah, somehow made it work you know he's a genius yeah. I watched This Is Us and I saw the previews and I'm like, wait a minute, is that nice? I told you. And then, yeah, then Steve told me it was you and I ended up watching the episode a couple of days ago. But how did that come about? You know, Dan, who writes This Is Us, keeps asking me to be on the show and he's just sweet. He's super gracious, a big fan and, um, uh, um, you know, says it and he's influenced and, and um, he keeps asking me and I was like, no, no, I'm in Philly. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's part of the show is based in Philly. Yeah. So yeah. all of that stuff. And so eventually he just kept writing this thing and he just, I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll, co- I'll come out. It was so sweet. We had the greatest time and um, the pictures I, of you on set, you seen you know, just like you were having a good time. Well, it was really fun. I play myself <laughs> giving advice to an actor. Right. Yeah. right? And so what ends up is like, well, I'll sit on the set and all the actors were talking and I'm giving them advice and then they'll be like, all right, we're rolling and okay. And then, all right, but stop talking. Right. And then I just do the same thing on camera. <laughs> and then the cut and then uh, and then I just start talking more to the actors and they're all listening. So wait, what? What about that? And this and that? And I was like, well, you know, it's important to come from this place. And, okay, cut. And then, and then, what do you think is your, your strongest attribute as a director? Um, empathy. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I can, when I'm watching the actor, I can feel where they are emotionally and so where... If they do a monologue and then 
I'll, I'll go cut and I'll go you that middle line when you went from that to that. You didn't know what you were doing. You're a good actor, though, yourself. You, I don't know about that. I, I, think, you are. I, I think you are. For so. Indian filmmakers in Philadelphia, I may be the very best. You're, you're, in, the, you're in the top five. My own, my own league. I'm really. in the top ten of Indian directors. In but, I mean, you, you always read as sincere. I never, I, and yeah. I never go, oh, gosh, what an ego. Man. No, no. You're always good in, in, in those roles. But would you, would you ever, with something like that, and obviously you're playing yeah. yourself, would you... Has the notion ever crossed your mind to expand a, a role for yourself, to just take it out for a spin? You mean on my movies yeah, or somewhere else? Yeah, 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 to direct uh, yourself. I know that has yeah. to be an arduous thing, but yeah, I think... It's, it's difficult, but the, the problem is I've practiced, as everybody, you know, you practice. Yeah. Uh, I've practiced directing and writing and, and producing since I was 20, every, almost every single day of my... In my teens, actually. Yeah. Since, so I just haven't spent the time being able to go, hey, I can... I'm... I know exactly how this character is feeling. Right. Okay. Now, while they're getting the camera ready, oh my god, I'm losing. I'm losing that feeling. I yeah. You're the craft of being able to hold on to it and then conjure it at yeah. exactly the time that's asked. Not singing in the shower, but <laughs> Madison Square Garden at 8 p.m. Yeah. That's the difference between the amateur and the professional. Because one singing in the shower is like, I sound damn good in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when everyone's screaming and there's a problem and this, and you still have to nail it. That's the the, the difference. Hey, uh, I saw that the 20th anniversary, there's a screening coming up for The Sixth Sense. Yeah. October 19th. Was that the date that it came out? 20 years no, ago? No, no. It came out on my birthday. Okay. Yeah. It's just been in this period that they were okay. doing. When's your birthday? August 6th. Okay. Yeah. All right. So 20 years ago, and, and it's still, I mean, it's, you know, God, the movie holds up. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. And on and on and and one that you need to go back and watch a few times to catch what you missed the first time around. Um, that's got to be exciting, number one, celebrating 20 years, but I think it's really cool is that you were in for this digital series called On Location. Oh, right. And went around to some of the local spots where The Sixth Sense was filmed. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was interesting because I hadn't been in those locations for 20 years. Wow. So and, I was a kid when I, yeah. when I walked off that. So I haven't seen the series yet, but um, are you basically talking about the, um, the nuts and bolts of the filming and how it took place in these locations? Just or? really... Um, you know, conjuring thoughts that came to my head. Okay. Oh my gosh, when I stood here, this happened. Yeah, like one of the locations. Actually, I didn't talk about this in, in the show, but one of the locations I was shooting Haley's right when he's coming out of his house. Yeah, and this this dude came out from the house next door, and he had a big afro and a, and a comb in his hair, and they're like, "Oh, that dude's you know band called the Roots." Whoa, it was love. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll look him up." Yeah. But it was 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. The whole tone of the movie could have shifted to (laughs) icy drummers. Yeah. Yeah. That was the thought. That was the thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I love stuff like that, though. Yeah. When I was there, I was like, oh, wow, that was amazing. The two of us were just standing there. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Marissa tells me that uh, that you were filming not too long ago in Rittenhouse Square. Uh, That there was... Was that the case, Marissa? Hang on. She's got to put her headphones on. (laughs) Just check here. Just another Indian dude. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't it for Servant where you guys, like, knocked down an entire... Oh, yeah. For Servant. Yeah, it was was a bit ago. It was probably earlier in the year, yeah. It got me, though, because I was walking by. It was right in front of of Anthropology, right there on uh, on 18th and Walnut. And you just see this car driven into 18th and Walnut, into the park, knocked down the whole wall. And, like, crowds are forming Uh and everyone's taking photos. Photos and everyone wants to call the news and break it. And yeah, there was. It looked. I mean, it looked. It was real. It was a car that was smashed into a wall. And then only when I walked by, did everybody go, "Ah." Oh. 
Everybody was like, oh, my God, did someone die? And then I was like, hey, <laughs> it's just me. You're your favorite director. So well, speaking yeah. of servant. When, I'm sorry, I want to interrupt real yeah. quick. But when you're getting permits for something like that yeah. to shoot in Rittenhouse Square and there's, um, you know, you, don't, you can't damage anything, obviously, <laughs> no, but you want to make it look that way. Yeah. Are they nervous when they uh, allow you to tamper with, uh, you know, historical sites in Philadelphia? Well, well, hopefully our our our. Our, my crews are super, super conscientious. You know, this isn't a kind of an L.A. crew coming in and going to do whatever they want to do right. and leave our city. This is our city. So, yep. um, you know, and most of our crew, my crew is local. So okay. they're very they're respectful. They're very, yeah, they very understand. respectful. Yeah. Right. So with Serban, you, you were at the uh, New York Comic Con and, and uh, you unveiled some, uh, was it some additional footage or just, uh, just the, the, the yeah. preview trailers? Well, it was really exciting because for Apple, that was their first event they had done that wasn't a Cupertino Releasing a, a, a oh, product because it's so, always Cupertino. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. there. So, so this is the first uh, public event they'd ever done. So it was kind of a really big moment for the company and for me that essentially they they were launching yeah uh, a, a new part of their company, which is what I wanted. Why why I sold the show to them was hey, I wanted to be the face of your service here, and and so it was a really emotional beginning there, and and that it was Comic Con was is exactly the way it should be, and so we showed them footage. Uh, from the show that's going to open on Thanksgiving. The reaction was supposedly fantastic. It was pretty amazing, yeah. So, <laughs> and the, the the little snippets that we've seen are freaky. Uh, there's the one that we talked about with the uh, the, the baby and the... Baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and, uh, like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but is, it, is it a baby? Yeah, that, that's I it. No, the, is the it? Eyes Listen, are... Is it? I saw a woman, I kid you not, the other day we went to the King of Prussia Mall, the Happy Place thing, yeah. and there was a woman walking through the mall, and I'm like, wow, that baby's holding its arms up for a long time. And I got closer, and sure enough, it was a doll with its arms up like this. I'm like, <laughs> and it made me think of that. Yeah. Did we draw this from a real experience <laughs> in Philadelphia? Well, we know there are people who actually are, are will will hold on to doll babies as if they're real yeah. and conduct their lives as if they are actually caring for a living child. Yeah. So, yeah, the, 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 the clips are good. Can you, what can you tell us? I'll tell uh, you what I told the Comic-Con. Because, yeah. you know, Apple's very, I'm, I'm very secretive and Apple's very secretive as well. Right. Um, but it's basically about a couple who's lost a child. Right. And they're doing this therapy, which is a, a fringe kind of therapy. It's definitely not you know, okay. mainstream, but you, you use a doll you, and you pretend it, that your child is alive. And it helps you with the, the process of slowly acclimating to the reality of the situation. But the show is about this. The mother hires a nanny to take care of the doll. Right. And uh, the, the oh, nanny, and the nannies, when she walks in, Starts treating the doll like it's alive as well. Okay, okay. So that's all I'll tell you. That's all right. it. All right, all right, all right. I, love, I love the sly grin you get as you start to talk yeah, about right. this. So, um, how do I access this? Can I get this on my Roku, or do I have to have it on Apple TV? Well, everybody that has a device mm-hmm. has, has Apple TV now on the update, so you could click on it. And anybody that bought one, I think, gets it the whole service for free for a year. But I'm I'm talking to Apple about. Whether whether maybe I could give you the first one, everybody the first. Give Casey one. or give everybody? everybody. He, he was looking everybody, everybody, on, right? everybody on the planet. Yeah. He was Casey and the other one point <laughs> six billion people that have Casey. Apple products. Just mention <laughs> Casey first. Just Casey mention first. Casey. Thank you. At Cupertino and yeah. the other. Oh, okay. No, that that'd be cool. I, it's very exciting. With there's you know the Jennifer Aniston show with Reese Witherspoon. They have that uh, the, the, to to launch. 
listen, uh, Apple is no fly-by-night company, so yeah. to launch a, a their service and to be part of that first wave of shows is 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 tremendous how many uh have you is there a deal for more yeah. are you going to be an integral part of producing content for apple plus oh yeah i mean uh it's all here we shoot it all in philly and it's basically my backyard and we we've shot 10 is done 10 are done and and i'm writing the next se- season so. wow that's yeah. phenomenal yeah that's really, really cool really 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 something special the I don't know. I don't want to say too much, but it's uh, you know on Thanksgiving to get the first of all to get the Thanksgiving Day slot, which is the best slot because everybody's Huge. at home. Yeah. yeah, all the families, everyone's going to want to watch together, and it's a big you know Netflix is putting out Irishmen on that day against us. So where are you going to be? Are you going to be at the uh, Sixers game? Or are you going to be at home watching? You know that that Wednesday is a tough <laughs> tough go to get yeah. to the game on that on that day. So I might have to sell the tickets there on that day. <laughs> Hey, I have I have a, a question because I'm <clears throat> I'm just looking at uh, you know IMDb and all your list of credits here, and um, it appears to me that that some and and I have no idea if this is even in your mind or not, but uh, obviously you know Glass and and uh, Split and and uh, Unbreakable all kind of fell in the same storyline, but do any of your other movies? Do they live in that universe with those people? I mean, not necessarily connected story wise. They don't. Well, Stuart Little probably. I was, <laughs> I, was te- I was tempted to do some connections, but it just it would have been disingenuous because that wasn't the original. Okay, okay. wasn't you didn't didn't originally? Wanna, I didn't, yeah. yeah, I didn't want to be yeah. very clever. Like I was going to make a reference to visit in the hospital. In, in you know glass. that would drive us crazy yeah, as fans, those kinda, man. I know, but yeah. then then somebody will go, hey, that doesn't make sense because this is called right. that on this. And yeah. it's true because I didn't think of it. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. that. We so, we appreciate yeah. that, that you would you would care about that. I care about it. So. I, I hate when they, I mean, just despite what Lucas says, I don't think the original plan was ever for Leia to be <laughs> Luke's sister. Be, you don't make yeah. out with your sister like that. No, uh, but you don't know. You, have, you don't know. You know. Uh, there was an attraction, but uh, they didn't realize sure. what the attraction was. She was the only girl in the galaxy, it, in yeah, fairness. Kinda, and she was a princess, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I do need to note, uh, I made a mistake earlier because I was thinking that the Sixers played on Thanksgiving Day. No, no, no. They play on Christmas Day. Oh. So right. that's, Wait, the so Wednesday. I thought you were referencing the Wednesday. No, I was an idiot, and I was thinking of the Christmas game. So, uh, you're too hard on yourself. I, no, I'm very, very hard on myself. Well, we, we do have Halloween coming up. We have <laughs> Shamoween. Shamoween. Yes. Make sure we give good service to the. the yeah, I was reading a. a uh, I think it was in the Enquirer about the. Uh, this is the party. A basic. I forget who's calling it, but the party of all parties to attend for the holiday season. So yeah, our, our everything's going fantastic. Yeah. Every year we we outsell the previous year, and it just gets bigger and more wonderful. Uh, an event for raising money for our leaders and our foundation, and um, we we as we said before, the t- kind of the. Two parts of us is that we do this, you know, I very much believe in agency of the human beings that we can change our circumstances. And when we find these leaders from around the world that are changing things in these impossible situations and Danielle and Bob and go around the world and vet them and we find them. Um, it's like finding superheroes. And then we say, what do you want? And they say, we need a bus to get the girls to school. We need a hospital. We need this, whatever it is, a well. Um, and we fund it. And so basically when you come to Shamuin, you're, you're funding all of these leaders around the world and you can look them up on our website and they're extraordinary people and they're, they're, they're making insane impacts that will go on generations to generations. So when we give, uh, that's why our our model is so effective. When you give money to us and we give it to the leader and they're implementing it exactly um, with the efficacy that they have, which is what we found that it has the, the grassroots 
leader that knows kind of the vocabulary of their community can make an enormous amount of change as opposed to kind of the American kind of, hey, we know what you want. Mm-hmm. We hear you need this, you need a school, you need this. And oftentimes there's a, a ecosystem there. And when you, if you imbalance that, you think you're doing good, but actually you're, 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 you're tearing it up in a, in a different way. Whereas these leaders understand kind of the organic way to change the yeah. environment. This is a kind of a philosophical approach to, to how to approach philanthropy. You bypass the uh, bureaucracy and get right mm-hmm. to, the, uh, to, to the, the people who are, uh, you know, boots on the ground, as they yeah. say. Yeah. They're the ones in it, and yes. they're the ones who know exactly what you need. It's like, you know, for, for example, we, we deal with um, Phil Abundance, and yes. Abundance, people make donations to Phil Abundance, but they camp out for hunger, <clears throat> you know, and we, we tell people who are making large donations, Phil Abundance will guide you to what they need. They right. know what is needed, and then it makes it, it maximizes the effort. It's all a wonderful thing. People are looking to be charitable, but there's a way you can even be more effectively charitable, and that's what your organization That's what we do. We kind yeah. of basically vet for you. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, so you have leaders in, in the Philly. United States, right? Or oh, yeah. Philly, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even in Philly, obviously, I'm, I'm biased. So yeah. <laughs> we, we, uh, um, but one of the leaders we have in Philly is a, a man named Raymond John, and he runs a, an organization called 12 Plus. And, you know, I'm big in education. And what he he's done something that I didn't even think was possible. Uh you know, I totally believe in mindset and how much it changes your ability to do things. And obviously, when you're talking about education, their belief system of those kind of low-income inner-city kids, that's what the problem is, right? Their belief system in themselves or what we've taught them over, over generations and in their lifetimes. And Raymond has basically done something I didn't think was possible. So Raymond John goes into these the schools and in high school kind of reorients them to higher education and their belief system that they can do it, that they can, they can, they can get there, they can achieve it and they can finish. And so an example of the numbers are just off the charts astounding. So he'll go into a school where there's 11% of the school will go to higher education, to some form of college. And in one year, he'll turn the entire school into 75% are going to college and they're finishing. And, and he's very careful. And he's doing this, and you can you can look him up. And he again, he does it from inside. He spends time with them and changes their internal belief system. And you wouldn't think that kids that have been in the in the system that long and have been on the wrong path that long could turn that fast with that kind of you know um, efficacy. And and he does it. And it's just again changing that internal landscape mm. that he does. And so that's kind of the the kind of leaders that that we support and obviously we want Raymond in every school sure. in Philly that he can be in. I mean it's it's wild. I mean obviously you're raising money but you're not just throwing money at a problem, mm-hmm. right? And so so I've been wrestling with something that uh so my family we um every year will like adopt a couple of families for Christmas yeah. and so uh we do it um with bringing hope home. So this is like cancer um yeah, it's great. families that are stricken with cancer. And so, so I've been struggling with this thing that we did last year because what we did is, is we went to a, a house in, in North Philadelphia. It's a war zone there. Like, it, you know, it's just this, you know, terrible neighborhood. And I want my kids to see this because I want them to realize, like, how blessed they are and, and to be grateful for what they have. But we, we, we go to this house and this woman is I, – I, the problem is I don't even know if she's still alive anymore. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I went there. We did a nice thing for that day. But then we left. And then that was that. And it, for some reason, that doesn't sit right with me. And it doesn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no. I like, understand. so here are some presents. Uh, good luck. Yeah. Well, look, there's there's all kinds of ways to help mm. each other. Right. And right. that one is in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's in the moment. 
and, and alleviating suffering for somebody in a moment. Just that's and that's a beautiful thing. What we're what we're doing is trying to do systemic change. Right. So so, so that's you, kind of like what what, yes. what I was getting at is like, man, I, I wish there was, you know, more that I could. And there's definitely more that I could and probably should do, you know, for maybe that family or, or any family that is, you know, in, in similar situations. You can imagine if let's just take our, our example of Raymond John. So mm-hmm. the the 64, 63 percent of those kids that weren't going to higher education are now going to have college degrees mm-hmm. and how much they we have affected. John Raymond has. Those 63 kids that are now going to become adults and they're going to have families and now those families will have this expectation of going to college and will have books on the shelves and will speak three million more words per year and all those data, the data that says it's and we've changed Philadelphia. Right. We've changed this this city. And so when we change and, and how what's the implication of that? Well, it goes to voting and it goes to who you choose for and you, our leader it and, 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 it, and, and yeah. it just goes on forever. You've changed the system. So anyway, that's what our foundation does. And so Shamuin is kind of our big event of the year. <laughs> A rip roaring party. Yeah. It really is. And that's the thing. We're not. When we started to think about how to, you know, raise funds, we're not the kind of, oh, everyone makes speeches and you come to a, a dinner and everybody dress up. That's just not who we are. We're definitely. It's not a cake sale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, definitely yeah. dance all night to Drake. Yes. And, and, and <clears throat> have fun. Yeah. And it's just, it's just. Have we, we... I thought you would have a no Drake policy at your party after what happened to us in the playoffs <laughs> last year. Uh... No, we, we I, I'm very, you know, for me. Uh, even in, in you know, I'm such a, you know, I'm a Philly guy, family guy, foundation person. Obviously, I love movies, but when, you know, I can definitely, when it's time to party, just just <laughs> aim, aim it all there. <laughs> you it's clearly up. save it up. <laughs> October 26th, you can get the tickets through mnsfoundation.org. One of the things you will do, though, is stop and auction off some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, you got some good stuff planned for this year? Yeah, you know, we have those go. I mean, if they that that becomes like a frenzy when we because there's not many. We just do like yeah. two, or two or three. One's a count. Yeah, yeah. One's a count. One's a movie night at my house and yeah. in the theater, and you can bring wow. twenty people. And, and another one is coming to the premiere. And this year will be for the premiere of of Servant. Okay. Um, and so you get to hang with us. And, and the winners last year were at the premiere of. Of glass, and so it was two a.m. We were at this was at the after after party, and they were dancing. Still, like there was only like ten of us left, and <laughs> those two winners were were there partying away. And, and you I was hang. like, you you actually, oh yeah, hang. they You're were with like, us the whole time, high and by. No, no, it was it's real. You know, we're Philly. Yeah, we're yeah. Real. You got. You're, by the way, if you do, if you you can always make regardless donations on the website. It's very easy to do. Yeah, and, I mean, and, we love we love uh, the the growth of this event because it's also raised exposure for the leaders so when they come and sometimes the leaders are there and they speak and uh so you know however many people 400 people that are there 500 people they really become a part of our community so we'd love to to see you there if this sounds like you sounds like something you know it, it tends to, to go towards kind of you know young professionals that that think about the world it's a pure yeah. thing it's yeah. a pure where you sometimes you don't know and you hope it's not going to office furniture and then yes. somebody's no, salary it's, yes. it's going directly to, as you said, setting in motion a chain reaction that can tangibly, there are results that show it's making the world better. Do you Definitely. have your, your costume picked out? I'm not asking you yeah. to, to, to reveal what yes. you're... Yes, I do. It's a, yeah, it's... it's I mine, mine are a little bit involved. And a so, little? Of course, <laughs> involved, so... But you, you, you don't have to look at you and go, hmm, what are you? 
Well, this time... They're getting a big laugh. Yeah, this <laughs> one's a little bit... This one's a little involved, and um, so we'll see. It. It's, I'm out of my comfort zone a hair. Oh. Okay. So you, when you come You're to gonna the show party... You're going to show some skin. Yeah, I, I might. I Does just it involve... Might, a, I wait just a second. Might. Does a little it involve bit, yeah. a bald cap? Are you impersonating a local broadcaster? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but you're so, like, now slim. It's just like well, no one even uh, <laughs> now is, recognized me. Is, is Bobna, is it a team costume? It's, or? it's not, but there's okay. kind of similarities okay. that go through it. Just So, yeah, we keep trying the... I have an idea for next year for a couple's costume. That's even more skin exposure. So, mm, But wow. it's from a movie, but I'm not going to tell you. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Do you have a favorite uh, of yours or of your wife's over the last uh, few years? Um... My I, each year, I think my, my wife's killing it. But she I, is. I, I, she I, just I, kills it in general. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at that 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 you have the picture up of the Edward Scissorhands costume. That is insane. I yeah. couldn't yeah. move at you all. How, how did you How did you hold a drink? I I needed the, he, he the, the, the <laughs> Philadelphians had to help me with that. <laughs> That's what that's that's what I was relying on. <laughs> we reference it all the time, but the, the year that Jamie Kennedy was there, and he kept the Michael Myers mask on the, the whole, whole time, time, and he was drinking through a straw, so and eating pretzel nubs <laughs> yeah. through the mask. Yeah, it, but and when we have photos, you'll see over the course of everyone looks great for the first hour, yeah. hour, yeah. two hours, uh-huh. and then the last couple hours, the wigs are askew and makeup smudge. And that, but that's actually the best photos, because there's such joy and happiness. <laughs> Do you get first right of refusal on those photos, just in case? <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You're a smart man. Uh, but it's great. when we, I, Every single year when, when we have to pull the plug, Everybody's sad. Yeah, <laughs> is, is VIP still the? Yeah, yeah okay. definitely. So, so it, this is something to seize upon if you're looking for a, a premium, <clears throat> uh, pretty much accepted the Halloween party experience that with a great charity component that's yeah. a real deal and you it's be really confident it's like secretive they don't tell you where it's gonna right. be so isn't it chuck e cheese no no, <laughs> no 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 it's really cool and there's a whole range of, of different packages that you can buy as well and it's it's one of the best parties i've ever been to you know yeah. what what we found is uh companies that um because you know normally when you do charitable stuff it's more of an old older crowd that, yeah. that comes but now we find that the the kind of like the CEO or somebody a really cool CEO let's just say <laughs> who really loves the people that work for them <laughs> will get a booth and yeah. and then say hey and 10 of you can come like i know there's a a friend of ours has a hair hair salon and and she makes a competition whoever is the the top 5 uh people that cut hair you guys are coming so it, it's a, it's a, it's a happening yeah. crowd. Yeah, yeah. oh, definitely. And that's what you want. It's not it's not Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Howell. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's super fun. And again, everybody I think has a sense of their position in the global landscape when they come. So there's a certain type of person that comes to this. That's um, it's you you know they're 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 open and know that they're a part of something. Greater. Awesome, awesome. Um, all right, cool. Well, listen, once again, msfoundation.org, and it's October 26th, and there are there's a pre-party as well if you get in on board with the VIP, and you can mingle with the gang uh, before the, the whole party gets started. Pre-game with them. Top pre-game. Link, pre-game. Top link on our website, too, so all the information's uh, right on PrestonandSteve.com if you need it. You awesome. guys are so sweet, by the way. Every Thanks, year, you, first of all, you, you come, you party, and you promote it. You guys are really, really sweet, so it's... Uh, our Thank pleasure. you so much yeah, for helping no, us out. It means a lot. Anytime. And when is Servant uh, going to be out officially? Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving All right, Day. cool. Excellent. All right, Very it's great cool. to see you tonight. Thanks right. for being here. M. Night Shyamalan, guys. Yay! We're going to take a break. 
We will return. Oh, night moves. Nice. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. I would like to give away, though, as we are taking a break, our friends from uh, Maggie's Waterfront Cafe are here, and they have the Bud Light Premium Thursday Night Huddle. That's tomorrow night with Brent Porsche. $3 Bud Light 20-ounce drafts, $3 Bud Light Platinums during tomorrow night's event. In addition to the Eagles game t- game day tickets, you could also win Eagles football autograph by Dallas uh, Goddard. And uh, courtesy of Bud... Thank you, Casey. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> we'll take call number eight, and I'll set you up Gadert. with a $25 gift card, Goddard. Hey, he's a Zach Ertz fan, all right? 215-263-WMMR. We'll be right back. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. What did you want to tell everybody? I just want $1,000. Yeah! You sound excited. Because I just won $1,000. Congratulations on winning $1,000. Oh, my God. Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m., as well as 1, 4, and 6 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. We'll give you 15 minutes to text the keyword to a special contest short code, 45911. And if you enter using your MMR mobile app or via WMMR.com, we'll also put your name in the hat for a $10,000 grand. Prize. Brought to you by Horizon Services, 24-7 heating, cooling, and plumbing. And by 93.3 WMMR. I wanted to mention this because uh, Casey brought this up the other day, and then Marissa sent me a screenshot of this as well, and something that resonated with these guys, and I totally understand it. Kathy reacted to it when we mentioned this as well. Uh, our friend Pat House, uh, local comedian, great. Yeah. Love Pat House, had tweeted out the following words uh, on October 4th. He wrote, women that haven't seen each other in a long time is the worst sound on the planet. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! You yep. know it right? when you hear it immediately. Yeah. Yep. You hear the squeal, it goes up. And uh, and then, you know what, for me, you, you amp it up because it starts out as that. It starts out as genuine, and then you're like, we sound ridiculous, but we're going to keep doing it. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, underneath, uh, God, I hate this bitch. Oh <laughs> right, exactly. No, I think that, well, at least for me, that like annoying scream is, is genuine when you actually see somebody that you are excited to it's see. It's involuntary. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. But then it leads into the whole back and forth I mean, thing, which is hilarious. Yeah, like my friends and I will amp it up because uh-huh. we know we're, we're doing that. <laughs> I believe it. So, Pat, he um, obviously is a comedian, but he also attends bars. So, I think he probably hears that sound quite a quite bit. Quite a lot. Right, right. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Getting together, yeah. yeah. You are right. If for people who work in the food service industry in general, not mm-hmm. just at the bar, but at a restaurant yeah. where people are meeting up or just happen to run into each other. Because it's never, oh, Chuck! I know. You probably hear that. Eddie! So uh, this leads to the question of what are some other sounds uh, that drive you crazy? And I would I would say person-based sounds, right, human right, being-based right. right. sounds. I'll give you one, and I'm probably going to catch some crap about this. Oh, no. All right. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yes. The Eagles chant. When it has nothing, when there's not a, any anything that has to, to do, do with, with the, the Eagles. Eagles at all. Okay. And that breaks out, and I'm like, oh, shut up, you chuckleheads. Uh, see, I I disagree with you, but I... I knew, I, yeah. Uh, because I, I love it. I, I love it. At Phillies games, I love it at, you know, outside yeah. of the, the city of Philadelphia. At Wakes. Uh, I, at Wakes, it's the best, you know. Um, but <laughs> really I will say... Everyone up. Yeah. But I will it say... Catch you up immediately. Because I do listen to sports talk from time to time. I can't stand it when it's one person on the phone chanting it. I'm like, that just... Uh, like Because they, they try to sound like so tough, but I'm like, you're one person over a phone line. Yeah. It sounds 
lame. You know what it is? It is really a group thing. When you're at a... uh... When you're at a Dave Matthews concert. The uh, best. Not the time for the Eagles <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let me ask you, so what about Slayer, screaming Slayer? I never really hear it. It's always okay. cool, though. Uh, I mean, I, I hear it us jokingly doing it. Right, right. yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's not, not like you're out and hearing that. Yeah, like you hear the Eagles chant for real. Everywhere. Like mm-hmm. at, at an Eagles game or, or things that that's pertain where it's in it. And it's yeah. absolutely... I don't, I don't I mind it. it as much, but I get it, especially yeah. if you're in, like, a Christian science reading room. Right. Um, and it breaks out. But with the women who haven't seen each other in a long time, that sound, when, when I read that tweet, I immediately, in my mind, I, I could envision and hear that sound, and everybody could hear, you know, yeah. Kathy, you automatically did what, <laughs> what I imagined was that sound. If you recall The Bachelor from years ago, it was uh, the Trista Bachelor, Bachelorette, oh, yeah. I should say. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we used to have a whole bunch of clips of her saying hi to people. Cause hi. She would, hi. Yeah, I remember hi. that. She never would just say hey. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was always like hi. hi. Yes, yes. We'll go. So, but we do it jokingly. But but I'll go over the top. Like uh, even Mar- Marissa Rycroft was that her name? <laughs> um, no, that was a different. <laughs> oh, oh, that yeah, that's yeah. a different one. Okay. But Trista was it was <laughs> definitely the Trista. Trista. Yeah, Trista. Was, yeah. But yeah. we'll we'll do. <laughs> Like my friends and I will do, uh, "Hey, girl," but not that's a, we're not serious. Right, we don't actually right. talk like that. Like if it was a serious situation, it, or my brother will call me and, and I'm, hello, hey girl. no, and he'll be like, "Hey, sis," <laughs> it's a joke. Yeah. You know? yeah. but we just go over the top with it. Uh, one mm-hmm. thing I don't like, uh, you know, and uh, some people um, uh, laugh talking. Oh my god, laugh yeah. talking. Oh my god, like, what I do just you don't mean? Even know what you're talking, about. Marilyn. <laughs> I, I love Marilyn to death, but she'll do that periodically. Yeah, we had, we had a boss, uh, an old program director, who would tell you something and be like, and then the guy came and he said that he had no chip And you couldn't understand what the yeah. last thing he Either was Either you're laughing or you're talking. He was laughing through what he was saying, and I'm like, no, I have no idea. What, what, what was the punch? Knock it off. You were yeah. laughing your yeah. way through it. If it's so funny, you're going to laugh. Um, and, and laughs can be, um, they can be a little annoying on some people. I'm going to go to Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Frank? Probably annoyed by that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was probably <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry, Frank. I didn't mean to make you self-conscious, but go ahead. Every time you try to buy a coffee and wild, wild, poor pretzels. Gadzooks! All right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did that to you once in a while, while so yeah. I was oh, that guy. Nice. <laughs> anyway, um, there's a woman that I work with, and I'm just going to say her name. Renee. <laughs> um... Her laugh is so unbelievable. Like, she's part hyena, and I'm going to do an impression of it, okay. all right? Yeah. So I'm warning you, Philadelphia, it's terrible. Uh, get, Steve, get, say something funny. Uh, well, it's, uh, uh, did you take a shower? Why is one missing? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? Are you serious? I swear to God, it could be the littlest thing, and it's like, <laughs> like she's never had a sexual orgasm in her life, and just years, fifty-two years of pent-up frustration. Wow! <laughs> and and so Frank, I, she'll, she'll let that out for it's the same laugh, whether it be a small laugh or a, a large laugh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it matter. Like 
<laughs> we wore the same shirt today. <gasps> and I'm not doing it again. No, please do it again. Do it again. It probably hurts. I, all right, I appreciate it, Frank. Thank you. I feel bad for people who have horrible laughs because he really can't control it. No. It's not like... That's that's a that is a natural yeah that yeah involuntary reaction. It should be natural. And yeah. I've heard people who have like really big loud laughs, and it's like whoa, you like actually lean back a little bit, get scared. And I kind of feel bad for them because I think that uh, after years of having that laugh, they know that it's really sure, bad. Sure. But yeah. it's they really find it funny, and and it, and you try to be. Uh, you're obviously enjoying this. I'm happy for you, but I hate the way it sounds. Yeah, <laughs> you have actually had, and I've we both experienced the same thing. Our laughs have changed over the years. Yeah, my, I've lost part of my laugh. Yeah. I told oh. you in the past year. I, I don't know, and it sucks. Have yeah. you considered I, surgery? There are times I'll watch, <laughs> I'll watch a video of the Daily Rush, and I'm like, I'm really laughing there, but that you can't hear it coming laugh. out. It sucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and, and there's another thing that we've observed as far as laughs go, and I'll get I'll get to these calls here in a second. Is that there's a crazy laugh? It's the machine gun laugh. That or that we have uh, determined that people who laugh like that are a Wait, little what is, unhinged. Somebody do it. Can you... uh, I can't. I can't even do it. <laughs> so, you saw the Joker, and they're talking about his his laugh. I yeah. have not seen seen it yet. But he there's... laughs at inappropriate times. Right. Uh, it's it's oh. almost like, like a very Tourette's? almost like Tourette's. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. So conversely, <laughs> with the laugh thing, I uh, knew a girl who I was not physically attracted to at all. She had and you the, hate uh, no. She had the best laugh. Really? And, and it actually made me attracted to her. Really? Yes. Okay. All right. I see that. So uh, I struggle because I really like Josh Wolf as a comedian. I think it's hilarious. But his laugh throws me <laughs> oh off. Oh, my God. Because it's really intense. It's loud. It's loud. And yes. it, it's, it will come in the middle of a conversation. And I think Josh is a great. He's great. The it was hilarious last time. Yeah. Last week was, was so terrific. But, like, yeah. his laugh is distracting to me. Yeah. Hi, uh, Paul. Uh, How you doing? <laughs> hey. Good morning. Uh, I just snorted when I laughed. <laughs> and apparently, that's one of your things. Yeah, I have a coworker who, like, it, he, it's like you're hawking a loogie and you snort in, like, <laughs> and all day long, and you're making mouth noises like Kathy would hate them. It, is, is it all while laughing, or is it... No, uh, all day, they... it's just okay. working on the phone, typing, it's just... It's just the two of us in the office. I can't not hear it. Oh, that's okay. terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. Listen, there's that as well. People who are kind of uh, mucusy and everything, uh, which has oh, been oh, me mm-hmm. for the past it's year. Like, you have been. You've been dealing with. I hear you. I hear yeah. you in the in the morning press and hearing oh having, having to deal yeah, with it. I'm trying to hack it up. Gross. I'm trying to hack it up before we get on <laughs> the radio. And I, I know, Kathy. I trust me. So what, what you hear is, is you hear and and, and you hear. I know, and I, when it. I hits the trash can, I'm like, oh my god! I have a little right now. I can, oh, <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Yeah, Kathy. One time, I had to dig into the trash can for oh, something. No, yeah, no. and you hit his loose. See, because my my thing, I can watch. I can watch people be. Opened up with a chainsaw, right. but snot—I know snot for some reason just gets me. Like on America's Funniest Home Videos, a little snot bubble on a baby's face—I just want to throw it out the window. Yeah, right. I want to go back to the the noises that are bothering people, or, or sounds, human sounds, that bother people. I'm going to go to Zach here. Hey, Zach. Good morning. Hey guys, I am not so- sorry to bother you at work. Uh, good, good. It. All right, so what is it? We talked about uh, women who see each other after a long time is one of the worst sounds on the planet. What do you think? Uh, well, that's that's really rough. All right. Um, there is 
a member of my family, and I'm not going to name them because I'm not sure who is listening currently. <laughs> okay. But there is someone in my family around birthday and Christmas time, whenever this person receives gifts, they start the baby talk. <laughs> give, us, give us an example, Zach. I, oh, God. I, I'm sick right now, so I, I couldn't even try. Who did they baby talk to? Oh, my God. Oh my god! I love it. And it's like no, shut up. <laughs> uh, Should they go like, oh my god, this is great, like like that? So, I like, always like, hot, like a high pitch. All right, all right, listen. So, uh, like uh, yesterday, so we had the cows and goats in here. You, did you hear Steve? <laughs> to, yeah, oh, yeah, you but that's like, <laughs> yeah. You're like such a good the boy. animals are actual babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's, oh. here's the rule: if there is a Younger creature, be it human, be it animal, it's acceptable. When when you are surrounded by nothing but adults, are... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, exactly. I I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember the last time I've seen somebody who's not been around a baby or a puppy or uh, that has spoken like that. So can, can you give us an idea, Kathy, about what? It, what it's yeah. baby talk, but it's just not to a baby or an animal. I see it a lot in like high school kids doing it to each other. Really? Yes. Yes. Okay. As a joke? I mean, So you'd say, yeah, like, I'd say, oh, 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 Kathy, you look so wonderful. Oh, my God. Hey, hey how are you doing? doing? <laughs> what cousin you have next? Okay. I will keep my ears open for that. Casey, you and I were talking off air uh, last week or the week before. About, I don't know if you ever grabbed the audio, but of Seth Rogen's distracting laugh. Oh, so. And it's, bre- it's like breathe in laugh. And everybody knows what his laugh sounds like, but I have found it to become much more distracting slash annoying. All right, so he breathe- he he laughs out, <clears throat> but his br- breath in sounds like it is going past like like a lot of five, five gallons of bong resin. Like yeah. it, it sounds really, really yeah. bad. And so we, we did grab audio. Unfortunately, the audio is from like a promo for this for the show Chef. Okay, uh, that's on Netflix. And um, so there's music behind it. And yeah, so there's music behind Wait, it. You it don't, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to get plash crappy flute, and then here it is. All right, here um, it is. Yeah, get the music <laughs> recipe, guys. <laughs> no one's gonna be able to cook this. <laughs> I'm, uh... It doesn't matter. Yeah, it sounds like he's choking. Yeah, we I had uh, to do that, guys. <laughs> Go ahead. After the Oscars one year, there was uh, the the Iranian woman. Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my yes. God! Um, <laughs> Shira Ashdagalu or something. So my like guess that. she is like from what yeah. I understand, and she's she's um, right. I mean, yeah. a chronic chain smoker. I think what we did is we isolated every single inhale that she did. Yeah, play it. Uh, oh, I got I gotta find it because uh, like yeah. I think it, it sounds like there are four cartons in each lung. I'm going to go to some other calls while you're looking for that. Uh, Eric's been on hold for a while, so let me go to him. Hey, Eric, good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, Eric. All right, so what human-made sound do you not stand? Because you guys mentioned this and because of a video I saw last night. I'm going to preface this by saying if you're under a certain age and you're going to, like, a pop show concert like Backstreet Boys or something, scream your head off. I don't care, male, female, whatever. Guns N' Roses recently, and they did a song they haven't done in like 20 years. Video up and trying to listen to a song. There is a woman screaming bloody murder at the top of her lungs, whole four and a half minute video. Look, certain shows, go scream, have a good time. 
if you're around that age. Yeah. If you are over a certain age going to, like, what I would call, quote-unquote, a real show, <laughs> yell for a minute, cheer, I don't care. Yeah. But don't scream bloody murder through every shut song. Up. No, yeah, I, you're I right. You. There, there are shut certain appropriate up. songs, and, 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 you know, like you can scream during Rosalita or something, but, you like, uh, Nick's favorite song, We've Got Tonight. Uh, <laughs> don't <laughs> I forgot. I was listening to uh, some live Supertramp. I was streaming it, and and I, but I, I just had 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 them. Uh, I was just shuffling some music yeah, yeah. from Supertramp, and I'm listening to a song. It's so great. And at the end, I hear the audience applaud. I'm like, oh, that was live. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I, You know, it. It. I think it's different now too, as far as uh, so. Con- audiences used to sit and listen. And then applaud at the end. Well, it's also the the, the the weird scream and applause at certain things. Like like Rachel Way will announce her new recipe for a muffin. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, they encourage that in the you know in, in yeah. the, the studio. There, they get you hyped up to make some noise, and and so you're but, in that but, mode, you know, I guess. Put it in the context. Uh, let me go to yeah. This one I'm I'm curious about. Let me go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, Ryan? <laughs> hey, good, good, good. Yeah. So the mind, the annoying sound that I have, I hate it when when you're with somebody, right? But then and they're thinking, and they all of a sudden re- remember something that was important to them, but you don't know anything that's going on, right? And then all of a sudden they they do that whole shock sound. They're like, oh, oh, and then you're, you're looking around the whole time, like, what, what, what? Something just happened? Like, oh, no, no, no. I just remembered something. I'm like, oh, dude, you just scared the hell out of me. You know what I mean? Ryan, uh, have you had any coffee yet today, Ryan? <laughs> have I had any coffee? I just finished my second cup. Oh, okay. there, there it is. is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. All right, so, sure. so when somebody just realizes something, they go, oh, like that, uh, uh-huh. that that gets to you. Oh, it does it, yeah. Especially because I'll, I'll be driving, and it's, it's, it's the worst when you're driving because then, then you're like you're feeling like something in action just happened, a deer is coming at you. Yeah. I'd like to hear Ryan outside the confessional, you know? He's like, yeah, yeah. Ah, so I touch myself in an unfair way. <laughs> <laughs> I slept with my neighbor's friend. No, no, I, I Thanks, appreciate Ryan. your zeal. I understand what he's talking about. We go, oh, when people have that. I remembered uh, something mm. reaction. I've never found that annoying. Yeah. Uh, but Ryan does. Um, yeah. But Ryan does. And, <laughs> and we're all definitely different. So that's all good. Uh, let's see if I can get. Uh, Case, did you find the. What I, you're I, looking I, for? No, I don't. That's okay. uh, I, uh, Marissa found the Seth Rogen laugh compilation that I think might be cleaner than what we had before. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's definitely a smoker laugh right there. That that I would definitely qualify that as a smoker's laugh. Yeah. One thing that sort of will drive me a little bit crazy is is when someone is talking and they uh, they don't take a sip of water or they. Oh, oh. Yeah. well, it happens here sometimes. It happens yeah, yeah, here yeah. with guests from time to time. They don't know, and I've seen you actually like. Move, like, oh yeah. Slide yeah. Hey, would you like a sip? Yeah. <laughs> by, when, I, when I say would you like, I'm take a sip yeah, of water. It, it sounds like skeletons tap dancing. <laughs> Here's yeah. another thing. It's not a sound, but if somebody offers you a piece of gum, take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Casey. I'm going to go to Rob next. Hey, Rob, good morning. I love you. I love you. <laughs> What's up, Rob? I love you. Hey, I just uh, was, that was the Seth Rogen thing. I, um, uh, I drive a tour bus, and I won't mention the band, but I had two crew guys. And it just seems like anybody would pot, uh, that smokes weed, I don't know if it's 
something in the weed or what, but that laugh, it's just contagious. It, it, they all do it. I don't know what it is. Give us an example. The stoner laugh. Oh, just the... Two guys sitting next to me for an hour just laughing. They would just make each other laugh, go back and forth. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Especially the early days of, of weed smoking is let's sit around and make each other laugh. For the next hour or so, that's pretty much what it is. So, yeah, uh, and and it's a, a stereotypical laugh. I know that Kathy and I can't stand it when Nick uh, eats rocks in the studio, <laughs> <laughs> or at least it sounds like he's eating rocks in the studio yeah. whenever he's chewing. What, what is the noisiest it's, food by your reckoning, Kathy? That that Nick will I, listen. I, you know, I love you. It's it's anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it I mean, it's soft foods, hard foods, bananas, soft you know pretzels. It doesn't matter. Soft it doesn't food, matter. hard yeah, food. Yeah. It's like yeah, really drinking. It sounds like pretzels. <laughs> The soundtrack of a racer head with smoothies, <laughs> dog food, ice cream. Uh, let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. You guys do be the best. Oh, yeah. thank, you. thank you. What's up, Dave? I hate it's two things. I hate it when you're on the phone with a customer service agent or whatever, and they have to look something up. And rather than putting you on hold. You have to sit there and listen to them mumble to themselves, like, well, I'll, I'll press on this key, and, a, and that comes up, and then I'll do this, and then they do that with their mouth. That drives me up the wall. Oh, so, so they're, they're, they're sort of killing time where they're looking on the thing. They're, they're killing time or mumbling to themselves while they're looking something up, but you've got to listen to them narrate the whole damn thing. <laughs> well, I, I don't like that narrating because a lot of times, like it had happened the other night, my, my wife was, was doing something and she was, and I, I are you speaking to me on this or, or are you just, and, and so, I, you know, I... I I I hear you narrate when, when narrate when you're trying to find a uh, a sound clip. You're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm oh gonna, yeah, I'm going to hit it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I hear Preston. See, uh-huh. the, the sound does not bother me at all. Preston and his wife both go, and I wonder who <laughs> who started it. I wonder Wait, if. What you, do you mean? What? How? Like if they're looking for sex. something? I, no. Uh. Uh, I just chewed all over your back. <laughs> Hit the headboard. I got some chew on oh the headboard. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you're right. I do, t- 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 I do yeah. that when I'm, uh, when I'm thinking. Foreplay. Yeah. Uh, and, and I heard your wife do it when she was on the phone with me not, you know, a, f- a few years ago. And I was wondering, hmm. wow, like, do they both... Do that separately, or did one? One of us probably started, and the other one picked it up, because I know that Rochelle will also do the mm-mm-mm, which is I'm known for. <laughs> That's my that. thing. That's my thing. <laughs> That's mine. Uh, when something is yummy, and it's just, uh, I just do it. Mm-mm-mm. I do an exaggerator. I'm like, Bugs Bunny style? Bugs Bunny, yeah. Bugs Bunny. That's exactly where I got it from. Dave, what was the other thing you were going to mention? The other one, and my daughter is the queen of this, is when she's telling me a story, recounting what someone has said to her, and she'll say something like, oh, when he was running on the street and he hit every red light and then da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. What the hell is the da-da-da-da? Oh, the da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's just, uh, not going to tell you the rest sentence of the story. Sentence filler. Yeah, yeah, I know and what it's, you mean. It don't, in other words, if you have to put sentence filler into a story, don't tell me the story. Right. It doesn't warrant it. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to go to Tyler. Hello there, Tyler. You guys rock. Thank Woo! you. What's up, Tyler? The most annoying sound in the world is when someone is like, 
overly amazed and goes, wow, or that's so cool. Okay. Like, when you're trying to watch a movie, all you hear from the background is, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, especially in a setting like that. At movies. Shut up. Talking in movies. Talk, and honestly, people who narrate during movies or he's behind the door. He's behind the Shut up! I know. I know. I know. I freak the F out. I've done it in theaters. You know the legend. I've. My my wife was terrified on our first date because we went to the movies and she thought I was going to kill someone. It's just, you know, you, you respect everyone else's movie viewing experience. We went to see one of the Spider- one of the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. It might have been the first one, but there was a girl and I was with my son and there were, there were two seats over, same row, and this girl just kept going, what? And she kept saying that, like, when something would happen, yeah. it was like uh, like an almost, oh, my God, moment or a weird thing. She'd go, what? What? And I was like, oh, shut up, that's what? I mean, I really want to say it. I was with my son. I wanted to finish watching the movie, but I was so livid. I want you to pay me $20 <laughs> for my son's ticket and my ticket right now. Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, we finally found the clip of, uh, her name is... Whatever her name is. Sh- Shore. Shura Agdashlu. Uh, and she was in what movie? Uh, I don't remember, but she's an Iranian actress, and she won some award. Okay. She was on 24 for a stretch. And, yes, uh, she was very good. And she uh, was on uh, the show The Expanse. She's a good actress. She is a good actress. She's got a weird breathing thing. Yeah. Here, here we go. <laughs> oh, this is isolated all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all yeah, her yeah. breath. <laughs> Sounds like Japanese porn if it you does, speak yeah. it up. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Speed it up, Casey. It might sound like a oh, Japanese yeah. part. All righty. Hang on. Do I need to turn it on here? Mm, let me just do this. I'm gonna right go then. Mm-hmm. Let me pitch this up a little bit and hit the effects. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was just doing what we were talking about. Mm. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. 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 What uh, am I supposed to do here? Come on, man. What? This is your job. I, I, it is, but like uh, for some reason, I feel like I, oh, here it is, like a bad dream where I can't figure out exactly what I want to do. Um, this is so not going to be. Worth I know it. it's really not. So I'm just going to pitch it up a little bit, and uh, we'll commit and go ahead. All right, so let's try this. <laughs> wow, that sounds like Rubber Johnny. That's exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Steve. That the video, Rubber Johnny. Let me find Rubber Johnny. Uh, I'm going to go to a couple other calls here. Oh. Let me because Roy's been on hold for like 15 minutes. Hold on to that minutes. clip, Casey, because I'm looking for Rubber Johnny. Roy, um, you're on the air. Hey, Preston. Hey, what's How up? Are man? you good, man? I thought you were talking about the gift of life. The gift of life. <laughs> yeah, so Kathy. I said that the other day. <laughs> this Roy Perry. Yeah. Timeless, timeless, timeless. The, the conversation about conceiving a child turned into a conversation about spatter. Uh-huh. And Preston said, I hit the headboard once. And Kathy said, oh. I thought we were talking about the gift of life. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the gift of life. Very good. That was great. It Thank is Roy, Roy Perry. Yes. Yeah, it is Roy hey, Perry. Uh, uh, Casey, do you have that clip again? Sorry, I do. I'll, I'll Hang on, Roy. Hang on. Wait, we have- <laughs> All right, hit it, Steve. Oh, my God. Yep. yep. That sounds like it. So there's a conversation between the both of them. So, Roy, what is it? What human sound that drives you crazy? Well, I got a runner-up, which is the words long story short at the end of a long story. Yes. But the winner to me is the shout sneeze, which, you know, I, I could do one if you want, but I think everyone's heard it. Oh, yeah. Just, That's uh, me. I do that. And my reaction is, well, really? Really? You want to interrupt my life with your <laughs> right? Some people amp it up, yeah, I, and it's I the just, same. It, to me, it's the same. It's the same crime as laugh talking. Oh 
<laughs> I just do. I, I yes, I amp it up. I just kind of let it all out. But I don't do it if I'm. I do it in my house. Yeah, I, I don't do. I was going to say you your sneeze would, doesn't stand out to me I, as one that's extraordinarily. It's loud. your farts that are. Really, when your fart skirt lifts up like a Civil War camera, flies up. Yeah, no, I would. It's a roll moment. I think I've said before that one day I'm just. I will sneeze how I do at home just so you guys can see. But I want to hear do. that. Yeah, it drives my family. Well, thank you to Pat House for tweeting out uh, House. that got started. Uh, women ha- that haven't seen each other in a long time is the worst sound on the planet, <laughs> according to uh, comedian Pat House. So uh, thanks for the topic starter. We appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to give away my last $25 gift card from Maggie's Waterfront Cafe. They are here to promote the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle, which is taking place tomorrow night at that fine establishment. Yeah. And you'll find them at 9242 North Delaware Avenue in Northeast Philly. So caller number 18, I'll give you a $25 gift card from Maggie's, 215-263-WMMR. And don't forget that the Bud Light uh, Thursday Night Huddle is taking over a different neighborhood bar every single Thursday night this football season. Visit WMMR.com to learn when the Bud Light Platinum Thursday Night Huddle is coming to your neighborhood. By the way, Brent Porsche will be there tomorrow night. He's awesome. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We're going to get into the bizarre file again. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you by Gwynedd Mercy University, uh, where you can make a difference and a living. Check out their fall open houses. Uh, there's one on Saturday, October 19th, and Saturday, November 19th. November 9th, sorry. Uh, to learn more about their excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service, sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. Voight Music Center in Wisconsin says the that uh, last month one of their employees saw a man walk in, wander around, and then he grabbed one of their flutes and shoved it down his pants. Man, uh, that's a different way to play it. He put it behind him, not in front of it, so he shoved it down into his butt area. Uh, the employee approached Listen to this. Uh, he told her that he always keeps his flute in his pants, and she removed the flute and noticed the store's price tag still on the flute. Mm. Uh, the man fled, and the flute was safe. Uh, the store posted video of the man walking around the store with the flute clearly visible, sticking up from the back of his pants. Wow. They wrote on Facebook, we find it asinine that somebody would try to steal a flute from us so blatantly. Asinine, I get it. But, B-U-T-T. Uh, we have to ask the question, what do we do with this tainted flute? Well, so you know what they did? They turned it into a lamp, and now it's a display in the front window. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Voight Music writes that the man who drove away with a woman in a late model brown blazer-like truck is still at large. Just put a flute up my ass. Authorities say a Pennsylvania homeowner who heard someone singing inside his home found a naked man drinking milk in his kitchen. <laughs> How are you? Erie police say the homeowner heard the singing around 3 a.m. on Monday. Uh-huh. Hey, he, milk does a body good. He grabbed his pistol, went to investigate, and soon found the man sitting on the kitchen floor. I love milk. Naked, drinking milk. The homeowner called police, and the man was taken into custody. 
Uh, it wasn't clear how he entered the home or how uh, long he had been in the residence. No injuries were reported. Any explanation as to why he was there? No, the man's name has not been released. Authorities have not filed any charges against him so far, but they say the investigation is ongoing. A 12-year-old Michigan boy is recovering from second-degree burns after being set ablaze in what is being described as a social media challenge. <sighs> Tabitha Cleary said that her son, Jason, clearly uh, suffered second-degree burns to his chin, chest, and stomach after he was set on fire at a friend's house. She said, I just want everybody to know these challenges or whatever you're watching on YouTube is not worth risking your life. My son got burned second-degree, and it could have been much worse. Her son's injuries are thought to be due to the fire challenge. What is the fire challenge? uh, Children pour a flammable liquid like rubbing alcohol alcohol on themselves and then ignite it. That's uh, Yeah, yeah. It's it's quite a challenge. You kind of don't need social. I I mean, I set myself on fire when I was probably in eighth grade on purpose. Well, we did that too. I do remember doing that. Uh, Cleary said, though, that uh, she heard her son screaming outside after his friend brought him to the door on his bicycle. Uh, Jason said that his uh, burns came from the second fire of the day sparked by nail polish remover. He said the first time it was like a tiny fire, then they swatted it off. The second time it engulfed and they kept spraying it on me. Mm. Yeah, so that's my friends, by the way, folks. His parents rushed him to the hospital. Police confirmed that they are investigating the matter but would not comment any further on it. Uh, let's see. In Pittsburgh, a man is behind bars after allegedly causing a fire that destroyed multiple porta potties. <laughs> I'm going to burn these bastards down. The Pittsburgh <laughs> these police things are full of poop. Found a man. <laughs> found a man They're sitting a in disgrace in the area. The criminal complaint sa- says that he told police as he was sitting there, "I didn't start it on purpose." <laughs> It was an accident? No, it's according to him. The fire destroyed and damaged seven toilets. Uh, the porta potties that had caught fire melted to the ground. Uh, the owners estimate the damage cost about $6,400. Police allegedly found Pooping a lighter. holes the sick. Found a lighter on the side. <laughs> I've got to do something. Identified as Kevin Bankhead. Kevin Bankhead? Yeah, Bankhead, Bankhead is now in the uh, Allegheny. County Jail. Mine head. Oh, I love this story. So a woman accused of shoplifting from a big lots in Florida sent deputies on a wild chase Thursday night after she climbed into the store's ceiling when she heard they were on the way and she stayed there for more than six hours. Six hours up in the ceiling. Up in the ceiling. And eluding the police? Yeah. She was that, crawling around? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. So the store's manager called authorities after Christina Perkins took an entire cart of merchandise into the women's restroom and used garbage cans as a makeshift barricade. The manager called 911 at, this is around 7.30 in the evening, and yelled to Perkins that deputies were on the way. Deputies arrived along with the fire department for backup, and they saw Perkins several times as they removed the tiles from the ceiling, but they say she ignored their commands to give up and kept moving throughout the store. She's like that cat, that uh, that meme of the cat with the head uh, poking out to ceiling the ceiling. Cat. ceiling cat, yeah. yeah. Uh, the store was evacuated as authorities searched for Perkins with the fire department using ladders and a thermal imaging system to aid in their search. We're going home now. Okay. During the search, one deputy located Perkins' purse in the ceiling and found a spoon with a white residue on it. Oh, later, boy. Later identified as morphine, and the three there were three syringes inside. Now, the search for Perkins was called off around 12.20 in the morning. They said, screw <laughs> they this. just locked her in? And so they left one deputy inside the store for surveillance. 
Well, she climbed out of the ceiling and down a stack of shelves about 1.40. So, Steve, it was like, the, we're leaving now. Yeah, goodbye. See you later. And sure enough, she climbed down. They arrested her when she reached the ground, and she was... You got to uh, give it to her, though. Yeah. It's a lot of scurrying. By the way, you ever been to a Big Lots? No. Uh, I have, yeah. I love them. Are they? So, it's what, are they basically like Costco's or BJ's? No. Or? No. no. It's like a discount store. Yeah. 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 And it's a it's a department store, so there's all kinds of oh, is there things. There's, okay, yeah. Wait, is there one around here? You can get anything from bubble makers to patio furniture. Yeah, there's one in East Market. All right, yep. All right, and then all right, we'll end with this one because I like this one uh, too. Actually, I got a bunch of them. I'll save some of these for tomorrow. Uh, according to police, a man has robbed a Circle K using a pointy stick. <laughs> Uh, so the suspect went into the Circle K with a sharpened wooden stick. Police say the suspect threatened... Yeah, it's a stick, all right, and it's pointy. ...to stab the Circle K attendant. <laughs> Next, the suspect began filling... A spear! A, ...a bag that he had with various cigarette packs. He then snatched two 30-packs of beer before leaving the store. How big was this stick? Uh, I don't know, but he was 5 feet 9 inches tall and weighed about 170 pounds, has black hair, brown eyes, and arm and neck tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I saw a dude with neck tattoos and a pointy stick, stick. I might be scared, too. Here your cigarettes. Uh, if anyone now get up in the ceiling. has any information, they need to call police. <laughs> and there you go. That's what I have for you in the Bizarre File this morning. Casey's going to give me something. What? Uh, yeah, we should do this. Secret text word. Let's get a winner, and we call upon Kathy once a week to give us a number caller. <laughs> Let's see is. what it is. Right now. Eight. Caller number eight. Oh, that's a good one. At 215-263-WMMR. That's a good one. Call right now, and let's see if you can win. You need to know the secret text word, though, but you might win that very cool prize dinner and whiskey pairing and all that stuff overnight. Stay in Atlantic City next Thursday. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an Internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We were looking for a secret text word winner, and I believe it was caller number eight that we were looking for. And I've got caller number eight, and uh, we just lost caller number eight. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Caller number eight was there, and now they're gone. Where'd they I, go? I don't know. Uh, it's but okay. You know they got all the information, I believe. Okay, good. So I'll get that information in a little while. We usually grab a random text, or I don't have that info either. So we'll do we'll do the lesson question. I don't have that. Um, what the so, hell is going hey, on uh, here? I know we're going to have a digital download of Disney and Pixar's Toy Story 4 available on digital in 4K Ultra HD and so on and so forth. Uh, Nick, what is our question uh, for today, please? Well, we all know what his profession is, but what did E.T. minor in on his home planet? <laughs> ah, all right, 215-263-WMMR. Okay, we all know his, his profession. He's a botanist, E.T. Right. What did he minor in? But that was back on his home planet. Let's right. see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. And while you're calling, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. What, pray tell, do you have today, Steve? Well, Mama June, Mama June Shannon, we all know her. Well, she's livid to learn that the home she sold for $100,000 
actually appraises for $250,000. Oh, no. Said a furious Mama June, quote, people should tell you that thousand isn't a million. Hey! <laughs> Pornhub reporting that searches uh, pertaining to the Joker have skyrocketed since the release of the Joaquin Phoenix movie. Interesting side note, people searching out Joker porn also tended to search for pictures of Donatella Versace. Oh, and finally, Dancing with the Stars cameras uh, panned a little too wide Monday night and accidentally caught contestant Lamar Odom adjusting his genitals. Odom was seen pulling them to the right with the use of a hand truck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see if we can find an answer to today's lesson question. We know what his uh, profession is. He's a botanist. This is ZT. But what did he minor in back in college on his home planet? I will go to John for the answer. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Awesome, ma'am. What did E.T. minor in? He was an accountant. In yeah. accounting, yeah. <laughs> Hang on there, buddy. We're going to get your... We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you a digital download of Disney and Pixar's Toy Story 4, available on digital in 4K Ultra HD, HD, and movies everywhere now. Uh, and on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD, tom- uh, it's available actually today. All right. All right. Let's see now if we can get our Ooh. eighth caller. And I'm going to go to Steve. We were looking for the secret text word. Hey, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Preston? Good, Steve. Do you know the secret text word, sir? Flaccid. Flaccid, yes. <laughs> Flaccid is correct, Steve. I want you to hang on the line. We're going to make sure we take your information and get you set up. We have a pair of tickets for the Iron Smoke Whiskey Dinner. That'll be hosted by singer and Iron Smoke Distillery founder, Mr. Tommy Brunette. And that will be at Villain and Saint at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City on Thursday, October 17th, 7 p.m. And Steve also gets an overnight stay for the night and gets to enjoy a four-course dinner and whiskey pairing with courses and cocktails inspired by and including Iron Smoke Whiskey. By the way, you can get tickets for events like this and that that specific event. Uh, get them at theoceanac.com. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And our random texter is Katie Urich from Downingtown, PA. And Katie gets the whole thing as well. Wow, possible. that's awesome. Congratulations to you. We're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. What the f*** is this? Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salis University. And the Pennsylvania Ear Institute offers quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologists are going to help you hear your best. For uh, more information, visit salisuhealth.com slash P-E-I. Where's that sound coming from? I know, and I never did find out. Alice in Chains has just announced, speaking of whiskey, they have a bourbon collaboration called All Secrets Known. And the main secret is that it's finished in tequila barrels. Ooh. Uh, the Spirit is a collaboration between the band, Few Spirits, and Warner Music Artist Services. Hmm. And it's named after the opening song on Alice in Chains' 2009 album, Black Gives Away to Blue. I like the label. We're looking at it right now. That is really cool. Uh, it's like an eyeball in the back of a mouth. What was the uh, bottle of booze you had that the, uh, the, the label would change? You looked at it from different angles. No, was, you, you put the uh, app on it, wasn't it? The there was one with an app, and then, the, well, it, at least it yes. was a wine bottle. Oh, that there was, was it, one yeah. that you yeah. twisted, and it, it moved, like one of those cute yeah. toys. It's called 19 Crimes. Yeah, it's a wine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the 101 proof bourbon is finished for six months in tequila barrels to give it a spicy kick. 
Uh, distiller Paul Hletko explains, nobody sounds like Alice in Chains. We were inspired by their courage to create a sound that flouted convention and thought. Uh, there are lots of tequilas finished in bourbon barrels, but it's rare to find a widely available bourbon finished in tequila barrels. You know, I can this is flouts convention. So uh, let's do that instead, they said. The bottle of the bourbon <laughs> hey, flouts, con- <laughs> flouts convention uh, runs for 75 bucks, so it's not a cheapie. Wow. Uh, the limited edition spirit will be available in liquor stores in California, Colorado, Illinois, New York, and Washington, and can also be purchased online through reservebar.com. Uh, and Allison Chains have been winding down the touring cycle behind this latest album, Rainier Fog. Now, I wonder how Metallica feels about uh, their whiskey now that um, James is going back into rehab. I think he might have been the only non-sober one in the band. I might be wrong about huh. that. It's um, possible. But I'm curious as to if that if there will be a future for that or not. Because they all had issues, did they not? Probably. And they all beat their issues. He did as well. Yeah. He just fell off the wagon. Slipknot and Stone Sour frontman Corey Taylor shared across all of his social media accounts on Monday that he supports disturbed singer David Draymond's desire to perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl next year. He wrote, it's long overdue for rock and metal to be represented at the Super Bowl. Let's make our voices heard in support of our brother, David Draymond, uh, and let the NFL know that we want him to sing the anthem. He added that this needs to happen. Uh, so they're making a run at it. He's getting some support. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we have at the dawn's early light? Or the twilight last gleaming. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, anyhow, uh, so I, I don't think it's going to happen, but they're making a run at it, so we'll see. It's, it's kind of a downer for that, but we'll see. yeah, maybe, possibly, it's not going to happen. On November 29th, <laughs> U2 will issue a new limited edition 12-inch vinyl release celebrating the 40th anniversary of the band's debut EP titled Three. Look at that there. It's 12 inches. The limited edition disc is newly <laughs> Is newly remastered and pressed on 180 gram black vinyl and will be available exclusively via independent retailers. 180 grams of 12 inch glory. Uh, for details of, uh, for details, not for. De- for details, not details. Five details. Whatever. For details of participating record stores, visit uh, recordstoreday.com. According to the press release, originally released in Ireland in September 1979, the three EP features three songs recorded at Windmill Lane Studios in Dublin with producer Chaz Diwali, uh, Out of Control, Stories for Boys, and Boy Girl. Uh, the A-side was chosen via a listener poll on Dave Fanning's uh, international Irish National Radio Music Show. How, when was this recorded? All songs have been remastered for the reissue. 1979. It was their first release ever. All right, boys. Let's go. <laughs> and the one, and the two, and the three. You two will kick off. A little younger then. Vinyl dates of the year, November 8th in Auckland, New Zealand. MMR was one of the first four stations in the country to play Out of Control. Wow. Uh, BOS, I think, in Boston, and then I forget the other two, but... Uh, they remember that. Yeah, to this day, yeah. I haven't forgotten it. Yep. The MMR led the way. Yeah. Allowing us to come into the United States and bring our flag and wave it proudly. Yeah. 
You guys have heard the clip, right, of him talking about uh, driving into Philadelphia in the Winnebago? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and that's the song, song that he's talking about. playing on MMR. On MMR Passing yeah. the purple orchid. <laughs> <laughs> it's also called the... Uh, the Harry Donut. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Girls in there taking off their clothes. One pair of clothing. Two pair of clothing. <laughs> Slapping them down. Slapping them down all oh. sweat from their girly juices. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Day strippers. <laughs> but they're all working their way through college. They're just taking 30 years to do it. <laughs> that may inspire a song, or maybe it did inspire a song. I don't know. Maybe one of their big hits was actually about that, and we never knew it. <laughs> uh, the Eagles have announced the initial dates of its 2020 Hotel California tour. E-A-G-E-S, Eagles! <laughs> The show, which just played a few dates in Las Vegas, sees the band uh, tackling the 1976 classic album in its entirety. Huh. Followed by the concert's second half, spotlighting their career-spanning classics. The upcoming 12-date six-city tour will feature an accompanying orchestra and choir. Wow, okay. Uh, kicks off February 7th in Atlanta. Uh, along the way, the band will hit uh, New York, Dallas, Houston, and San Francisco before winding things down over two nights. At Inglewood, California is the form, so they're not going to be stopping here, unfortunately. Of course they won't. Yeah. Yeah. I was obsessed with this song. In my senior year in high school, there were two songs that I would just... I, I would Drank just, it too? No, no. Uh, <laughs> but I would drive around waiting for it to come on the radio. Oh, yeah. I know. Was, I, there were songs like that. Yeah. There used to have to be a thing where you would... Um, Go out for a drive and hopefully hear a song that you really like. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then eventually I bought The Eagles Greatest Hits Volume 2. Right. It's not on Volume 1, and this is on Volume 2. But uh, it was this and Sweet Judy Blue Eyes that I just couldn't get enough of. Well, yeah. Remember, we we had that conversation one morning about songs that uh, you will actually drive out of your way to wherever you're going so you can finish hearing it when it comes on the radio. And those were two. Of the big ones that uh, came up during that conversation. All right, and that's all I have in music news for you this morning. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Uh, Let me see. This is tomorrow night, right? Yeah, bud. All right, I'm going to give away three more passes for Bates Motel and our second stop on the Cream of the Scream, the Haunted Hayride, the whole bit. Love that hayride. We'll get you on board 6 to 8 tomorrow, by the way. And let's take uh, the next three callers, 215-263-WMMR, the number one Haunted Hayride in the country. Also, check out the new additions for 2019, including zombie laser tag, uh, escape rooms, and axe throwing. We'll be back in just a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Dinosaur Pilo. I'm always on the back foot. Yeah, I'm always on the back foot. Godsmack. The Struts. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. 10.35 a.m. And it's a Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. It's flying by. Love it when Wednesdays fly by. We get them out of the way. And then we're on the home stretch. It'll be here before you know it. And also be here before you know it is our trip to L.A. that we have to give away for the word of the week. And we'll get the details that you need in a moment in order to win that. But in the meantime... Uh, thank yous are in order. I want to thank our guest, Mr. M. Knight Shyamalan. Yeah. What a nice guy. Being in our studio this morning. He's great. The fifth annual Shamaween Halloween party is coming up on October 26th, a Saturday night. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a bash. It's a great time. And you can go to it. Just got to buy your ticket. And keep in mind, it goes to the M. Night Shyamalan Foundation. 
which he told us all kinds of great stuff about. And it really is they <clears throat> they work hard to make sure that the money is well used. And that's uh, you, you get to go to a great party, maybe see some famous people, maybe win something really cool, it's and have a good time and do something good. Quite possible you will be hobnobbing with the knobs you want to hob with. Yep. And the uh, website is MNS Foundation, M. Night Shyamalan Foundation.org. So MNS Foundation.org. And it's one of the top links on PrestonandSteve.com. If you go there, you'll be able to uh, find the information very, very easily. Uh, thank you to Maggie's Waterfront Cafe. <laughs> Delaware Avenue in Northeast Philly. The Bud Light uh, Platinum Huddle, Thursday night huddle, is tomorrow night. Brent Porsche will be there, and that'll be from 7 to 9. A chance for you to win birds tickets, some autographed items, and uh, just have a great time and get really good specials on Bud Light as well. Uh, so that is tomorrow night. Keep that in mind. We need to do the letter of the day for the word of the week. So, Case, you going to give us one? All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the <laughs> the president is not written down? I have no freaking clue. Oh, wow. I can't, I can't here he comes. Hey, here he is. We don't. We have no idea what the word is, so we couldn't uh, improvise. Call on me, Buster. That's right. All right. So the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter N. N. As in naughty. All right. N as naughty in boy. naughty. And we have a trip no. or two. What? He's not even making a word, right? Okay. Don't you tell me what I'm doing, Buster Cuckoo. Whoa. I. Oh, this makes sense on Friday. <laughs> don't you trouble me. Don't you worry a hair on your pretty little head. Are we Are we three letters in and we don't have a, a No, a we are yet? not. Okay. We are in, guys, up now I'm in control here. All right, it's N. N is in Nancy, and we have a trip or two to Los Angeles for the premiere screening of Terminator Dark Fate on October 28th, including two nights lodging <laughs> in Hollywood, a Paramount Pictures studio tour, $500 in spending money, and more. Terminator Dark Fate hits theaters on November 1st, mind you. So we will give that away. Does it have to be a word? It can be a sound as well, right? Friday. Well, if you recall, years and years ago, I messed up and... The word was MSNBC. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. That works. Yeah. All right. We'll see what this ends up being. All on, right. On Friday. Just all I ask is that you trust me. We trust <laughs> that's you. That's it. That's all you ask. Yeah. We can do that. I'm your tour guide. Trust me. All right. Take us where we need to be. I'll take you. You exude there. being in control at this moment. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's all I've ever wanted. All right. <laughs> uh, what's on today's show? Now that you've asked, I'll tell you. Um, I will have um, more money sharking, and that's coming at 11 and at 1 p.m., and I'll have more Black Keys tickets and John Lennon's birthday, so we will celebrate that, and uh, we'll also celebrate Jackson Brown's birthday and John Entwistle's birthday, and we have a workforce block of System of a Down, and more stuff than I'll ever have time to fit in, so mm. we'll figure it out. One of those days. We've had it's, that day today, too. Yeah. Loads of stuff. All right, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston C brought to you with show, the show is brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, uh, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. Also, Course Photography, the official photographers of the Preston and Steve Show, and Planet Fitness. Get the Planet Fitness Black Card, and you can use any of over seventeen hundred locations nationwide anytime you want. Tomorrow's going to be a great show, man. We're going to have. Um, 
First of all, our buddy Mike Jarek is actually going to be in our studio tomorrow. Yeah, how about that? I think it's a first time ever. No, I, he was. He did this. I think he did the same thing once before. He yeah. did it when he got back from his. Uh, Time in wherever he was. Yes. Not, not rehab, but his, uh, yeah, his sabbatical, whatever yes. that was. Yeah. All right. Well, Mike is in studio tomorrow morning. Uh, we are also going to have Mark Maron in studio tomorrow. That's cool. Yeah. He's got a show tonight, but he's coming in no. tomorrow. His show's tomorrow. Oh, right? it is tomorrow. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tra- traveling today. So uh, right. we were going to okay. do a phoner, but now we're going to get him in the studio, which is much better. And he's going to hang out for quite a while, which is cool. And we have. One of the most interesting mystery guest setups I think we've ever had before. It's so offbeat, off the wall. But you know this person. You you probably you know do. This person. You know the character anyhow. Yes. And we're going to get have you uh, take a chance at uh, guessing as to who we might have tomorrow morning, maybe to win a prize. So it should be pretty cool. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. God, I love the fall. I'm 23 and I sound like I'm going through my second round of puberty because of the f***ing allergies. Thanks. Next message. Our pet heads are falling off! Oh my God, that just cracks me up. Next message. In recognition of your obnoxious attitude, ability to piss people off, complete asinine juvenile behavior, and total dedication to personal gains without regards to as many hardships you have forced upon friends, co-workers, and others during your lifetime, you have become a legend in your own mind and have hereby been upgraded to complete and total Go yourself. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.